Slice. Hello and welcome to the Little Slice podcast where uh, we pick an album each week and chat about it for what I would say is a borderline excruciatingly long amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this week we don't have a Johnny or a Spike because we haven't had a Spike for a while. <laughs> uh, we've got a Taylor in, in the fourth seat today. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Tell us a bit about yourself, Taylor. Nothing really interesting to talk about. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. You've got a magnificent I have beard. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jim with the weather. And um, um, yeah, why why don't you have a beard anymore? Just said, doing November. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Dan is also doing November, but he didn't have a beard to start with, so it's not such a, a big step for him. Mm. But I appreciate that he's doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm quite uh, terrified to see what you look like with a moustache. I'm going to look think like what you'd expect it to look like. <laughs> a bit of a nonce. <laughs> uh, also, a, a, a uh, non Labour voter. <laughs> yeah, non Labour voter. I, sure. I just had to say also, uh, I'm here. I'm Marek. Hello. I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. here this week. I'm still here. We didn't, get, we didn't manage to get rid of Everything's him about me. And uh, I'm also here. My name's James. And I'm also here. And more happy to be here than Dan apparently is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take the lead on this. I'm going to assert myself into the conversation and say, Taylor, what's the album for this week? So the album this week, as I said last week on that excruciating... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, we were really all struggling by the end of that one. That's why John isn't here this week. Sort of, I'm not lie. <laughs> yeah. um, Beggars by Thrice. Yes. I'm going to stop you right there, champ. My Chemical Romance just announced they're re, uh, reforming. Mm. I just had to say that. To I just had to say that. Undermine me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say it. Now I've said it, we don't ever have to talk about it again for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be the rest of our lives and I was going to be very happy. Okay. <laughs> I might just start ab- adopting a My Chemical Romance are terrible stance just to see how upset <laughs> I can make. Oh, head. mate, as the weeks go on, I'll, I will start crying. Yeah, it's just going to... I mean, I don't really like them, but like, it's just because I wasn't really into that kind of music at the time and probably still I'm not really into it now. Um, but they've got a few They've got a few tracks that I know are good. Um and the rest I just haven't really listened to. I think Marek needs to bring in a uh, a My Chem album and but which one? The, uh, the Sun Forty One. <laughs> I do think maybe that's why Johnny isn't here this week. Uh, I did you go hard on the off. guy, <laughs> scared him right off. Well, yeah. uh, it's interesting you say that because on the first episode you said um, you were thinking of doing Three Cheers. For yeah, Super probably. Revenge. And then you went. I and don't I know went, that band. Yeah, what band is that? I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows how little I know about. This this my chemical romance lot. But this week we're doing thrice. We are. Yes. Mm. Also, if you can hear like some weird noises in the background, there's a party upstairs above us right now. Yeah. They're very loud. Stop believing. Whoa. They play some shit upstairs. Let's let's never get them on the podcast. Yeah. Happy Halloween, by the way. That's mm. a thing that's happening tonight. It's true. We should have planned something in advance. Not that ah! because this will go out probably a week. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel yeah. like um, it's probably it probably fits quite nicely that Chuck actually came out, like the 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 episode for Chuck came out on the week of Halloween because that was uh, just a scary really bad album. Scary <laughs> bad album to listen <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh no! 
He's not here and it still continues. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we dive right in? All the world is mad? Yes. Track one all the world is mad. So, track one, All the World is Mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts? Taylor, do you want to open this one up? I think it's a very good opener to an album. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I wouldn't think that, though, because Kicked it. Album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what uh, do you think it does it's well? By far one of my uh, my favourites on the album. I just like the energy that it brings. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I can't really... Uh, I don't want to go too in depth because I'm quite interested to see what you guys think of it. So. No. Um, well, I think it was. I think it's a really good opener, like you say. I think it, um, that chorus is really good. Um, the, the part where it goes like the guitars go down, as as um, layman's terms as that is, <laughs> <laughs> the bit where the it's guitars go down. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to th- like the bit where it's like all the world is mad, like that vocal line is said. Yeah. That's really nice, and that's like where I was hoping it would go. So I was chuffed with that. Um, I'm not really a fan of the drum pattern in the, whoops, in the uh, verse. God, that dishwasher's loud. I'm not a big fan of the drum pattern in the verse, um, but it does set up like the sort of rhythm of the rest of the track. So I get why he, he does it. I just don't really like that kind of like shuffling thing, especially in like really heavy music. But um, well, not really heavy music, but heavy music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I like this one. I, it gave me high hopes for the rest of the album. I would say. Yeah, I I like the um, the tone that it sort of sets up. I think it does set up the rest of the album pretty well. Mm. Um, yeah, the chorus is sound. I'm not a massive fan of some of his uh, melodic choices. He right. he sort of goes. He hits some notes that I'm. That it, it's basically just I wouldn't personally. Him. Um, he's very ambitious sometimes and maybe to his detriment though. yeah that comes in a bit later into the album I think <laughs> in places um, but yeah no I think it's a soundtrack um, I really the end's cool uh, with all the stabs and that and the bridge is really nice and big um, it does drag on a bit and a few tracks I feel drag on a little bit what is the length of the song it's like just under four, four minutes, minutes like a second under yeah mm. and it, so it's not really to do with the length yeah, of it yeah, it's it, it, it yeah. yeah it's never a good thing if like it feels long but actually is quite close to single length yeah mm. um, so yeah no I do think it's it's a good way to open it I just felt it dragging towards the end um, yeah but yeah I'd agree with that, but at the same time, I was chuffed that they did that chorus like a third time round because, mm. like, I know you want to try and withhold parts of a song so that it's not just the song; it's just all chorus. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do really like that, and I like the way that they sort of did go back into it one more time. Um, but I agree, yeah. I think it, it, it goes on a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to say too much per song because uh, I love every single one. So <laughs> I'm just going to be lyric corner over here. Okay. Speaking my favourite lines, mm. um, but I will say, what a great opener to an album! My God. But again, I'm super biased. I adore this album and everything. <laughs> the intro with it. to this song is a great way to like mm. kick an album off. Like I can't really say much bad about that. But mm. yeah, 
What did you make, Dan, specifically, of uh, of the lyrics in this one? I'm curious to get your your opinions. Um, I'll need to look over the lyrics, I'll be honest. Because <laughs> I'm on the spot there. I literally just finished listening to the album, so... That's fair. <laughs> uh, um, for me, it's it's some of the uh, the words he uses and manages to, to get in there. Uh, for example brimming with cumbersome murderous greed and malevolence deep and profound it's like oh, so he's clearly poly, like got a dictionary <laughs> um, <laughs> those are lyrics <laughs> not like it it's it, from from the looks of it he reads a lot which a lot of the bible is good <laughs> a whole lot of the bible yeah um he's a christian band they are Christian. Well, Dustin, the singer, is Christian. He's right. very Christian, but I don't think I'd label them as a Christian band. Mm-hmm. Like in but the there's way a lot of imagery. Like, in the way that sort of like maybe like Skillet or POD would be sure. considered like a, a Christian band. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say that Thrice were one of them, okay. despite his faith. Mm. Fair enough. They don't make it all about that. No, no. I'm with you. Because um, I'd say this album is quite political. No, like, it's not overly political. They have very political albums. We uh, ordered food. food or food has arrived. We'll be right back after these short messages. So before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've they've definitely got much more political albums, but I think this one was well. What the fuck is happening? Someone's machine gunning Halloween, outside the front door. Uh, Tom Foolery. Happy Halloween. Some loud noises. Anyway. But yeah, this one kind of touches on political. Uh, like I think a lot of the theme on this album is to do with... I, and to be honest, I haven't read up too much about it, but mm. it seems to be some sort of story about like someone being in jail. Mm-hmm. I never wear them. No, I'm, I'm saying that I'm sat here listening to Taylor and his voice is coming through the headphones and it's really spooking me. Sorry. <laughs> or is it coming through the headphones? Whoa. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Jim, why are you floating? Uh, oh. I couldn't think of a joke for that, sorry. <laughs> My first one was to go, because I'm fat, but I don't think that would really explain that. All right. Exactly. Shall we... Yeah, Should we pop over to track two? <laughs> Move on from that one, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so track two, the wind. That was uh, track two, the wind. Yes. Thoughts? Decent track. <laughs> it uh, is. Yeah. I, I think it's probably one of my... I'd, I'd rate it one of the like, higher ones on the album. It's okay. one of my favourites by far. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, the message in it is very nice as well. I remember seeing an interview. Like This song is purely written about his wife, mm. which is quite nice. Um, but yeah. He's called it The Weight. Yeah, it's the... Uh, the old ball and chain. The, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the... Well, oh, fuck, what's it's the, the line? weight of the, promises that can't be kept. No, it's um, the line is. That's what genius is. <laughs> the ring don't mean nothing if it can't hold the weight. Mm. I see what you're saying. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I really like the verses. Um, I think the rhythm's really cool in them, uh, and it's got some really nice guitar tones. 
I wish the choruses would do more. I get you. I get. Um, you. I I think as a whole, this album suffers for me um, in it likes to have a lot of tension, but the release isn't quite enough. I find like it's not big enough. Um, I think a lot of that comes down to the production. It is. Um, I think it's very much self-produced. Yeah, I think it, it's the first album they self-produced. It's as good, well. like, uh, for it being self-produced. But I do think it, it's, uh, yeah, the production lets it down a little bit for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I find it's a bit weak. Um, I agree with that. I think a lot of the time there's just not enough bass in it. Yeah, that was something I'd noticed as well. And that's that's more prominent, I find, on a few of the later tracks, but yeah. it, it definitely begins here. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's interesting as well, because, like, jumping ahead a little bit, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the final track has this big sort of mm-hmm. climactic ending, and on that one they really, like, they really, like, hit it. Like, it's got a bit of a punch to it. Yeah. Whereas this one I didn't mind as much, I think, possibly just because I like the... Um, um, I like. <coughs> excuse me, choking on that curry. <laughs> I like the uh, <laughs> I like the chorus so much, but I do feel like, like you say, especially in some of the later songs. Yeah, and it's just like it, just like it's. It feels like it, the music that they're writing, they're reaching for something really powerful or really like impactful, but the production is just not like on the same wavelength at all. Yeah, I think that's that's something that I felt was a bit disappointing but this song I do like a lot mm-hmm. um, drums I'm going to say on this whole album are a little bit of a problem for me uh, you know if we're going to open up drum corner nice and early <laughs> um, and I don't really know why that much I think what I've tried to boil it down to or what I tried to think might be the issue is just that he li- likes drum fills that I hate Yeah, like there's some that I just can't get along with at all oh no Mark's just broke his bones <laughs> all of them <laughs> ow <laughs> I bet it won't even pick up the sound of Poppadoms cracking yeah we're just going full on just like yeah fuck it we're eating um, what was I saying oh yeah he seems to just pick like drum patterns that I just can't get along with and I like, would never want to play myself ever this is one of them and I think it but but again, like it works with the guitar riff. I just yeah. I'm being like miserable and that, annoying. That's weird for me because like I, the the drums are one of the standout things in this album. Really, I actually really like. The but drums you're not drum well. corner. I know. So your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, he normally doesn't pay any that's attention. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> for some reason, like they're just one of uh, for me. They're one of the things that cuts through a bit more. They and do like, not not in terms oh, of the mix, right, but okay. like they. I, I'm listening to them more than mm-hmm. a lot. Of, it might be because a lot of the other stuff's um, a bit more, I guess, like atmospheric in places. Mm. So the drums are, are a bit of a like something else within it yeah. to grab onto. But yeah, for some reason, like I was drawn to the drums more than usual. Fair enough. So yeah, I think one thing on this one is like in that verse, some of the drum, some of the bass drum work is just like a little bit sloppy mm-hmm. which like I, I don't ever really have an issue with bands kind of making no secret that they're playing the instruments like I'm fine if there's a little bit of like a, an, an off snare hit or whatever but just stuff like that I'm just like I wouldn't be happy hit, like having that on a record that I was playing which again 
like I'm not trying to speak for every drummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I feel like it does a good job of sort of handling like the fairly quiet verses really well and then opening up into like a really big chorus. <clears throat> so yeah, I like this song. I like this trong. See, yeah. so this was obviously it pretty much changes at this point every week, but this was the first <clears throat> thrice song that I categorically went. That's my favorite. Mm. Something about this. This was really caught me. This was the song that drew me to the album as well. Mm. And I don't think it's my favorite on the album, but I I definitely say it's a shoe in for the top three, which I haven't decided at this point. So I'm gonna wait until we, <laughs> I'm gonna wait until I've listened to them all again, and then I'm gonna force myself to make a decision. But I I could safely say that this was probably in the top three. Yeah, I remember this being the first song I heard from this album, mm. and um, I just punched the mic. <laughs> I'm so um, amped about this song. <laughs> I know. Fucking love it so much. <laughs> yeah, no, this was one of the songs that drew me in, and yeah, I, it, and even like now it's not one of my favorite. But I, I'd just say it's one of my <laughs> top three. But like, yeah, it, it, it proper got me invested. Mm. I mean, yeah, this was one of my favorites, and then Young not Emo Marek heard the arsonist. You know, I things come and go, right? That's but I was right. tempted to do right. one of the uh, well. Because obviously the Alchemy Index is split into four EPs technically, but they kind of class it as two albums. Yeah. I was quite tempted to do one of the two Alchemy See, Index albums. See, that's why albums. I'm glad we didn't do the Alchemy, because it's across two albums, it wouldn't be the full thing for me. Yeah. yeah Maybe it'd have to be a two-parter in the future. Ooh. Now we're talking. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, Hopeless Romantic made a parade fan Marek. The lyric... Love is a loyalty sworn, not a burning for a moment. Ah, poetry. Not a what for a moment? Burning. Burning. Oh, okay. Was it burning? I thought it was burden. Burning. Ah. I feel like burden make more sense. It burning in the sexual sense, like a like a lust. Love is a loyalty sworn, not. A... Oh yeah, no, yeah, I get you. Mm. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, he seems are. like More a good know. lyricist. I wasn't paying too much attention to them. I don't normally anyway, but. I don't know why. Just like, I think because of the the, this is gonna sound really stupid, but I think because of the tone of his voice and like the the, the way that he sings, I was just immediately like, oh, well, he's probably not about his lyrics that yeah, much. Yeah, that's sort mm. of the same. I, I'm not a massive fan of his tone, to be honest. Mm. There's yeah. some songs where I think it works well. This one is probably the song where I think it works yeah. the best, especially in the chorus. But there's some songs later on in this album that I'm just like, fucking shut up, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. And I don't want to sound horrible, but I'm no, just no. like, just either pronounce your words properly and stop squeaking with your voice or shut up. <laughs> See, Johnny yeah. always uh, tells me he's surprised that I like Thrice because when you consider that I made a parade and I like Mariana's Trench, and he says I, I go for quite uh, quite feminine kind of American Whereas pitches. he's a lot more shouty. Mm. Whereas Dustin's quite a, a very masculine fella. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but Mike, I, I really enjoy his delivery and his lyrics. I mean, I've only known a Thrice what like a year maybe because you and I you showed yeah, me yeah I can't remember when I introduced you to him literally in the room above us right now so much when we about, a year ago. House, yeah. about a year ago <laughs> and I've already got a tattoo of them on my arm like he is one of my favourite lyricists I've ever come oh, across he, like, the, it's probably the most standout thing for this band for me yeah. is his lyrics like and to be honest I think if I were to choose my favourite lyrics from Thrice 
probably none of them would even be on this album and that says <laughs> a lot because the al- the lyrics on this album are still incredible right but there's he's, there's so many songs that I could pick out that have such incredible lyrics Daedalus is one of them I know you love Daedalus um, it's my favourite song like by far whatever um, or just by them by them for sure oh, okay um, Don't worry, I'm not it's up there. It's up there <laughs> out of all of my favorite songs as that well. Um, in fact, to, bro- to be honest, Alchemy Index probably has their best lyrics. I would agree with that. So I didn't quite catch that. That's a two-part. So it's part it's EP. four. <laughs> so it's four I was like EPs. In the middle of stuff in my face for food. Technically, it's four EPs, but they released it as two albums. Okay. So, it's so how is it technically four EPs? Because it's split into four parts. So it's fire, right, okay. water, air, and earth. Oh, okay. So I think, is it six songs on each or five songs six on songs each? Six songs on each. Mm. So, and to be honest, it's really clever. I, like if, mm. if I could get a chance in the future, I'd love to go through these. Because like the way that they... I know we're going off on a tangent here, but it's still thrice. You, you would listen to... like If I played you one of the songs on the... EP without even listening to the lyrics, you would you would know which one of the four it was on. Fair. Right, it's cool. It's really clever how they worked it because like like the fire side is kind of a lot more aggressive Angry. and yeah. struggling to stay focused. The party upstairs sounds bumping. <laughs> currently playing. This Let's get retarded. <laughs> Can we say that these days? Well, it's the name of the song. I mean, they could right. say it back in the day when it was out. <laughs> to change it to started. Anyway, Those go pesky ahead. pesky radio edits, eh? Well, <laughs> Will I Am. Yeah, the, the fire Smart one I am. a lot more <laughs> aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, if you listen to, like, Earth, it's a lot more, like... A lot of Earth is, like, acoustic and... There's, there's even, like, a, a jazzy number on it. Oh, um, dig in my own grave. Love it. We're we're completely going off. But we like, are off. Do you want do you want to pop straight over the circles and uh, keep focused? Because otherwise, we're going to go on a mad <laughs> thrice tangent. Mate, we're talking about these for days. At I least know. the tangent is about the same band. <laughs> yeah. Normally, at this point, we'd be talking about like fucking Pingu Head or Pingu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anywhere by now. <laughs> so you Doctor Wowie. Last yeah. Oh no! Have you did you do the? <laughs> yeah, I put the pingu oh, thing. I'm gonna have to go through the whole <laughs> thing just to get to that last track and hear that now. Talking about Radiohead, there is a couple songs on this album that I would say are... Well, actually, there's one in particular that we'll go into later on, but mm. it's definitely uh, inspired by Radiohead. Oh, the, okay. Dustin has said like, like Radiohead are one of the the bands that mostly influenced them. And to be fair, Alchemy Index, again, is very <laughs> influenced by mm. Radiohead in a lot of ways. Everyone has flaws. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't all be perfect. <laughs> I'm starting to think we chose the wrong album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just make a quick left turn and go through four EPs. Scrap it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, It's so hard. I may be speaking for myself here, but to pick a Thrice album that I'd want to bring to this. Can you believe this album is their seventh? Is that seven? This, this is, is their seventh album. Wasn't it? It says 2007 man. Oh, whoops. No, it is 2009. Oh, is it? Apple, Apple Music, music is, is shite. Stupid. Didn't it say Darwin <laughs> D's album was in 2000? Yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be impressive. fair, like, they... A lot of people regard Artists in the Ambulance as their first album, whereas it's actually their third. Their third, yeah. And were the other ones, like... 
independently released or something? Or I don't think they were actually. I think the first two albums were on Hopeless. Mm. I think they were on it around the sort of time that Avenged Sevenfold were kind of getting started. Mm. Um, <laughs> getting started. <laughs> but um, so, the first two albums are. Like, you wouldn't think they were the same band. Like, right, okay. Like is The Illusion of Safety is the second one? I think so. Do you know what? Honestly, though, to be I honest, I'm not too invested in the first albums. Likewise, as a massive Thrice of fan as I am, Artists in the Amazon is where it starts for me. Yeah. Mm. Is it just that are they more heavy or just like just completely unrecognizable? Like, if you listen to the first two albums, I'll show you at some point. Mm-hmm. The production is fucking terrible. Right. <laughs> Which is crazy because they were on a good label at the time as yeah. well. But um, Artists in the Ambulance is where it kind of got going because mm-hmm. Artists in the Ambulance, the the actual title track, was um, that song went pretty huge. big. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge. Like yeah. It's still one that you'll hear in like Team Up mm. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, it only gets played at Team Up because I request it every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is definitely not listening. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> In that case, I can say it, right? I have to fight every week just to get some fight star. This, there's a no fight star rule at Team Up. It, it breaks my heart. Why? Uh, I don't really know. I never really question it. But keep on harassing the staff. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I am the staff, I'll have you know. I guess, yeah. Talking about uh, well, fight star, did you know that um, Dustin is one of Charlie's main influences for his solo stuff? Really? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because ah, I I draw a lot of comparisons between Dustin's solo stuff and Charlie's. But um, did you know that Charlie's a raging Tory? Oh, there's that tangent we're talking about. That way. <laughs> <laughs> did you know Charlie's it. a raging Tory? What Charlie, Charlie Simpson from yeah. Boston? That doesn't surprise me. It's probably because he's, he's got, got a membership card. He everything. was like twenty. Yeah, to be fair, and he's from down south, isn't he? Also, apparently, he married some lass who's like. Uh, not Lord, what's the or Lord and Lady in it? You know, she's like, oh, okay, landed, big, yeah. I can landed understand generally. the no fight star rule <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm gonna actively enforce the no fight star rule now. <laughs> Does that apply to Charlie Simpson's well. solo <laughs> music? Did you know? So last Saturday, um, my band played a McBusted cover set in Newport. Mm-hmm. Charlie Simpson was in Newport because he's currently recording his third solo album in Newport. I didn't even know there was a studio in Newport. <laughs> I, didn't I know even that know you could have. A, I didn't even know there was electricity and running water in Newport. <laughs> Mate, there is, but barely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if um, I, it obviously might not be the same studio, probably isn't. But doesn't Benji from Skindred still run a studio in Newport? That could be true. Hmm? Suppose with the solo stuff, it's, there's not so much of a a need. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of Charlie Simpson's solo stuff is literally just him and an acoustic guitar. So like. Mm. I mean, do that in your bedroom, couldn't you? Dan? You could do it in your could bedroom. Do. <laughs> I just so. want to do Fight Star album. Okay. I will bring Behind Fight the Star Devil's Back. Mm. Incredible album. Well, you won't because he's a Tory. Yeah. Not having that. That's fair. I respect that. <laughs> so, should we pop with a track three? Alright, let's get to track three. <laughs> Circles. Circles. That's a very pleasant song. It's one of my favourites from the album. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> uh, we've reached your top three, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't even begun. The only way is down. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably say it's maybe my favourite on it mm. at the moment. Obviously, like I've only 
thoroughly listened through once, but for a band that spend a lot of time being shouty, the songs where they tone it back a little bit more, where he's like really singing, yeah, it's it's the best that they do. Like it's like I I love kind of all the ways that they make their music, but mm-hmm. like the songs where he like gets to sing a lot more clean. It really brings out the best. Yeah, of his voice. I, th- I think his his voice definitely suits this sort of thing a bit more for me. Yeah, um, you know, I've I've been liking sad boy music recently, and it's very much a sad boy <laughs> tune. Sad boy tunes for sad boys. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I like it. You can just zone out to it. Mm, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, it's nice. Just fucking. That's the thing to yeah. throw on and not care. You know. Well, not not care, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. As I know, I'm a lyric corner, so I don't often comment on like composition and such. Mm-hmm. But I adore in this song how open the verses are. Yeah. They're so just mm-hmm. floaty and wavy and spacious. I love it. The the verses are very radio heady in like a way that like, but better. <laughs> of course, no matter how hard I try, Shout out I to cannot George. get into Radiohead. I can't do it. I managed to. I managed to to. You know, bridge that gap, I suppose, mm. like a couple of years ago. My dad has always been like a massive, massive Radiohead fan. They're probably his favourite band. I think they're a, a, a lot of dad's favourite bands. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I just don't get it. While. I think the main issue for me was that their, my perception was that their best song was um, Creep. Because it is the best song. To them. Uh, but Creep is a fucking best. crap song. It's a, it's a bad song. <laughs> Creep's rubbish. Like, yeah, no, Creep's the best one. Though. I don't like Creep. I don't like... A... <sighs> I think Creep's fine. It's it's fine. It's and just... Like... I, I just feel like it's so... It's so lowbrow for a band that's clearly that's as talented thing, as like, them. I'm not a Radiohead fan, um, but I can appreciate them a lot. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that I'm not really a massive fan of them... Creep is such a shit song for them. Yeah. They can do so much better. Yeah. It just confuses me. Um, but that's a bit of a tangent. You know, I think for this song, the verses in this song are, they're nice. I don't, the chorus is, is quite nice as well. Like, I don't like the drums in the chorus again. <laughs> uh, I think it needs something a bit more floaty and he does stuff that's really rigid. He does, like, the stuff he does in the verse is like so rigid compared to how everything else just like flows and has loads of space to breathe. I think I struggle with that. Um, like even if you just threw in like some sort of ghost notes or some, it's just everything's like da 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 da, and it's just like there's no. I don't think throughout the whole album really there's no step down in how intense he is playing the drums. Um, but I, th- I think the ending of this kind of runs a little long for me as well. If I, like yeah. you mentioned, it's a song you get zoned out to. I, I th- think I got a little too zoned out during the end. I don't think there's... I think there's maybe one track on this album mm-hmm. that I don't think is too long. Right, yeah. Um, and th- that's probably one of my major critiques of the album is I don't think they know how to finish a song. To be fair, though, I can kind of vouch. For it. It's very, it's very hard to know when you're writing the song. We've, I, I oh, think yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of songs in Siena where maybe they go on a bit too long, and it's hard to kind of. It's a, it's a lot easier to 
like see that when you're not involved in the writing process and yeah of course but I, I i don't know i i always feel that if i was putting out an album yeah, yeah. i would run that through a lot of people first i'm sure it did so, yeah sure it did. And, and which is just to me i feel like someone, someone should, should have say, picked it up he it's might be like, running a bit longer yeah. or something but then again like I'm sure you guys have no issue with the length of the tracks. Mm-hmm. So it works for some people, no, it doesn't for I've, others. Like, I've never seen it as an issue, I'm not going to lie. But like, um, I can understand why mm-hmm. uh, I, I do get it. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, a lot of these, I mean, it's easy to use that in like a, like it should be single length kind of feel and whatnot. But a lot of these songs you wouldn't really hear on the radio anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. No, I I don't think um, I I wouldn't want this cut down to like be a single or anything. I just yeah. think when I'm listening to it, it could, like all of them, um, overstay the welcome a little bit. Yeah, just a just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I get just that a little bit for me. I think it's a case of if you love it as much as you two do, um, Taylor and Marek, that like you're happy for it to keep just going and going and going. Mm. Um, but I think. Yeah, there's just a couple where I would just like to see them trim the fat a little bit. You know, there's a couple I don't like where they're also too long and then that makes it feel like a real sort of chore to go through. But again, that's just like personal preference if I like the songs and I'm sure I'd be happy that how long they go on. Um, but yeah, I, I do definitely like what they're trying to do with this song. Like I like songs that are that kind of spaced out and and open, like you say. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely not a bad example of that type of music I think yeah for sure anyone else any more for any more I mean <clears throat> I'm going to quickly tell you my favourite lyric of it and it's of the course chorus. you are of course, course I am <laughs> lyric corner <laughs> it's what you come here for come for the lyrics stay for the lyrics yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we set sail with no fixed star in sight we drive by braille and candlelight ooh it's nice. poetic it's so beautiful see so, yeah. it I don't like that first line. Well, we set sail with no fixed star in sight. Yeah. I don't know. So it, Maybe a bit cliche. Uh, yeah, I think so. But it's a song about aimless progress. So, yeah. yeah, I think in the context of the song, it works. Yeah, no, I was I was reading through the lyrics. And there's, uh, I, I've, I've, through looking for the lyrics um, through these past three songs, I like a lot of it. I, I think he... Just some of it for me is a bit, a little bit naff. But a bit try hardy, a bit cliche. Yeah, uh, mm. both of those things okay, in fair. places. Yeah. Like sometimes it feels like um, he's trying too hard, and in doing that, he accidentally stumbles into something that's a bit cliche. I get you. But that's is like this feels like a very subjective album to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as I say, like I like a lot of the tracks on it. Like I, I really enjoy listening to the album. But when I'm picking it apart, there's just things that I can pick out that I personally am not a massive fan of. But mm-hmm. I can not criticize anybody for liking it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like they. I've not heard really a band that's that similar to these. I've heard bands that I have heard one band in particular that's uh-huh. very similar to these. Who is that? Highly suspect. Really? Yeah. They sound to me huh. like obviously they they these predate them a lot. 
Uh, but this album as a whole sounds like Kylie Suspect were heavily inspired by it. That's... Do you know, I don't know... I feel like I don't know enough of Kylie Suspect to... I don't know any. To uh, have that comparison. I will say I, I think of Kylie Suspect as being... Having way more bollocks to them I, than this. Genu- like, I like, think it's... I was going to say, you want to say that? <laughs> we finna show you whole fast hope off Vizu. <laughs> well, this, this thing well, is like, the, I think yeah. the production of this album is what gives you Let's that opinion. Down. Right. Yeah. Um, just because like, I, I can hear all the parts in there and mm. I can hear what they're going for, but again, it's the production that's holding it back. Mm. And I think if you produced it in the exact same way, mm. this would sound really similar to Higher Suspect, their second album in particular. When mm. was that? Oh, it was like two years ago. Oh, okay. It, mm. So, yeah, this massively predates it. All right, yeah. I, I have a feeling that they're heavily inspired by these. Because mm. um, for a long time, like, I I was like, oh, Highly Suspect are a pretty, like, unique sound. Like, it's pretty yeah. cool. And now listening to this, I can really hear where their influences are. To be fair, though, like, this album... Not to say that it doesn't represent Thrice. They don't have another album, really, that sounds too much like this album. Yeah. Because mm. this was kind of... Because Alchem- this was directly after the Alchemy Index where they completely changed the game up for themselves because mm-hmm. the first two albums were pretty much metalcore and they weren't they weren't great. <laughs> but, like, um, Artists in the Ambulance and VSU both kind of bring it into more of like a I want to say post hardcore but it's it's not really post hardcore yeah I get you but it it makes it kind of dives more into like a commercial sound whereas then you go into the alchemy indexes when they started experimenting a lot with like synths and just completely changing their sound because there's not yeah. many heavy songs on on that and then this album was kind of the start of them going into some sort of more I feel I don't know if alt rock would be I think that completely is, accurate I think but it's pretty much it's a lot more alt rock than the previous albums like it, mm. like there's a lot of tracks on this album I, I showed you a song from the album after this and you said it was like a Foo Fighters song um, it was uh, Yellow Belly which is the opening track from the right. album after this one. Right, okay. I couldn't remember the song off the top of my head, That's but I'm fair, sure yeah. if you played nope. it. Um, oh, shit. Oh, shit. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, that scared the life out of me for no uh, reason. It's not empty, but it, there was, it was empty enough that nothing came out. Result. Good stuff. But, um, audio listeners, Taylor just flung a can of Pepsi at me. I just didn't like his views on the drums on this album. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> I am being like almost mean without really knowing why. I think I do know why, but at the same time, it's just like, eh, just like you know, when you just kind of got a like if you put a woolly jumper on and it's got a little bit that itches you. It's like, Fuck <laughs> off! That's what this drummer's doing to me right now. I've kind of. <laughs> I try to wrap my head around that uh, that simile. The look Mike was giving me there was like what. What are you talking about? I've just been thinking about it. Like it's almost like Thrice have kind of diverted their sound into like every two albums. Mm. The first two albums kind of got a similar thing going on, then the second two albums have got quite a similar thing going on. Then you've obviously got the Alchemy Index, which is two albums, yeah, which isn't the same sound, but it's the same Mm. theme. Mm -hmm. 
And then I'd say that like the closest album they've got to this is uh, the one after it, which Major I'm, Minor. Major Minor. Can't believe I forgot the name of it. <laughs> I noticed when you were saying, "Oh, it's the album afterwards." It's the album yeah. afterwards. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, what's the album called, Tay? <clears throat> Major Minor. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I don't yeah, know where I was cool. going with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, should we pop over to double speak? Yeah, we've been uh, we're 40 minutes in. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, track four, double speak. Track four, double speak. Um, double speak about it, Dan. I think this really highlights the production issue for me. Um, This is the track where I really noticed the lack of bass Mm -hmm. in the chorus in particular Mm -hmm. um, because it just doesn't hit for me at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I really like the verses of the track. Um, I'm sort of the opposite of Jim, so I quite like the rhythm of it. I also quite like the rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it is basic, but you know. No. Basic works sometimes because it puts the emphasis on everything else. But obviously, yeah. as a drummer, you're gonna focus on the drums regardless. That's so. true. I th- I think like the fact that they're pretty basic and the there's not much else surrounding it sort of mm. works for it. Um, but I wish the chorus would contrast that more in mm. like how big it is. Yeah. Uh, I I I know you said earlier about the tambourine and Mm -hmm. I I think that just adds like that adds the right amount for me to yeah that adds just enough for me to not like really be annoyed at the drummer for this one but I think (laughs) I I don't think I I did say when we were listening to it that I think that I thought it was just that it was too basic but I think it's more the fact that there's just not really any feeling in it right okay like I think the whole all the drums on this album feel sterile but at the same time rough around the edges Mm mm-hmm but not in like a, oh, he's just absolutely going for it way. In like a, he's not trying hard enough to play neatly. I don't really know. But it could like, be another production thing though, as well. I, yeah, I don't like the sound of them either. I think the snares are like, just, yeah. I don't, I'm bad at explaining why I don't like drum sounds, but I think the bass drum sound is crap. It sounds like when we had to play the front of the bass drum at a gig where the back <laughs> of it went because it's just like got no fucking thud to it at all yeah which again i think is an issue with just the bass lack of bass in the whole album yeah well like i think you can really tell if um a production is good based on the drum sound like if yeah. the drum sound's not there then like it, I, it's always it's, integral to the sound because yeah. like you can get away with like shit guitar tones sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the drums if they're bad then yeah they're you're real bad yeah that's it. Um, but the song in general, I don't mind. I think this one is one that is guilty of being too long. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, my, la- my last note for this one is just too long. I need to sneeze. All right. Go Carry for on. it, Jim. Oh, that was my only thing I had to say, really. I think it might have gone. Oh, man. Yeah, it's gone. Sound. Other, well, yeah. other than it sounds like Stop Stop by the Black Keys. That's Yeah. <laughs> That's a good tune, that. That's a class tune. We should do Black Keys. El Camino or... I want to do El Camino, but I don't want to pay £50 for a, <laughs> yeah, for a vinyl. More <laughs> like <coughs> El Camino Index. Oh, you really God. fucking had to reach, had to reach for that. <laughs> <laughs> El Camino Index. Uh, yeah, I have some thoughts on this one. I will well, say that the, the intro and the verses are some of my favourites on the album. But across... So this song specifically is one of my least favourite choruses. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I like think. the riff in it. I just don't mm. like the... I, I don't know what it is about the chorus. I, mm. I really like the riff, but I don't like the chorus. <laughs> I think my thing is, is as much as I like the lyrics and I like the, um, the delivery, I can't shake the feeling that there could have been something better, better there. there yeah. I would go as far as to say that, and obviously this is only for you that you'll know, maybe one of the weaker choruses in their um, discography. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. I think so too. Because I think they're very good at choruses. Mm. But um, That said, the last chorus when everything comes back in... When it comes back in is, is a great. very good chorus. That's great. But I think the other ones don't really... And maybe maybe that helps that last chorus yeah. with the other the other two not being too great makes the last one sound even better. Like a whole lot of tension and then that last little bit of release maybe. But yeah. Yeah. I love the addition of like the... It's not keys, it's the piano and the uh, the verses yeah. and stuff as well. Mm. That was something like really adds to their sound because there's not a lot on yeah. this album that features not just the, your sta- uh, your standard uh, two guitars, bass, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. drums and vocals. Well, no bass. <laughs> <laughs> also, my uh, my highlight of poetry from this song is mm-hmm. uh, the second verse. I slowly carve my soul away, piece by piece. I sacrifice. That's that I've noticed that that's when you when you really like a lyric, you just put your hand on your chest and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, i got to give visual cues to show you just how much I like a lyric. So much it hits you right there. Hits me right there. Really helps on the audio podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. We need like an audio description. Mario, uh, close captions. <laughs> close captions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast, boys. It's just like a massive piece of paper that you have to print out it's got like <laughs> everything play by play of all the physical it's actions. a fax file as well so you have to when you guys a fax machine. when you guys upgrade to a video podcast you'll be able to fully understand how much marek likes a lyric mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll also be able to see just how much curry i can fit in my uh, mouth it's the other way around Mark. oh sorry <sighs> <laughs> also yeah to be fair we are inhaling these curries mm-hmm. yes very good with that our sponsor yeah. Should we pop over to the next Yes, next to the next one. Sick. That's track five in exile. Yeah, I was instantly a big fan of the atmosphere of this one. Mm-hmm. Like from the second it kicks in, it's like, yeah, it's going to be it. A good track. Yeah. It's one of my favourites on the album. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't say that about Double Speak. How dare you? Freudian slip. Definitely <laughs> says something about that song. Fucking shit. How dare you insult my darling Double Speak like this? <laughs> I actually do like Double Speak, to be fair, but it's, just, it's not one of the best ones. Mm, not one of your favourites. You not say? one of my favourites. You know, this is the on only the song on the album that I find I've got to be in the mood to listen to. Really? Yeah. Really? Something about it, I've got to be in a mood to li- I love it when it's on. I find it very easy listening, this one. For me, it's it's very easy listening, but it's not, it's neither here nor there. It's not a sad boy song, and it's not an energetic banger. Mm. Those are the two ways my pendulum swings. I uh, I don't think you, you'll know who these are, but I know these two will. Um, this <laughs> this reminds me of the Proto Men. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know why. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I've got wow. like this song. Now that makes me want to hate it. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what? I, I still bump that <laughs> album. Some songs. Huh? I still listen to. Um, What's it called? Oh, 
Oh, bloody hell, I can't what it's called now. <laughs> to the What's the... No, no, it's the, the one song. Um, Tonight the streets are right, the lights are blue and blinding. What's that one? Is the, that hounds. the Hounds. The Hounds, yeah. The hounds. yeah. <sighs> Love that one. Do you know what? Just needs a chorus. Well, yeah. Um, what like was her track. name? It's, this doesn't, doesn't change up much. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind it though. Like I quite like it about it, but it's yeah. not always something I feel like a song needs. But like, no. I think this song does kind of change up when the bridge comes in. Yeah, mm. it's it's one of those songs. It 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 makes you wait for the the build. Well, not it's not really a build up at the end, but where it kicks in, mm-hmm. where he comes back in with all the shouting and the. The oh's <laughs> in a in oh. in a much less monotonous <laughs> and probably a lot higher a little bit voice, but yeah. well, I mean, they heard me do it at the start of this this segment, so they they know exactly how it goes. Just uh, cutting what Jim did over the one I did. <laughs> uh, I <clears throat> I really like this song. I think this might mm, it's it's. Up there in terms of my favourites on the album. It's one of my favourites too. No way, on the album. Yeah. No way. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, I, yeah, I think it does take a little while to get going, but I think that serves quite nicely because it's still nearly four minutes long. And they do a good job of, I think, holding, holding the chorus back for as long as they can get away with it which I think makes the rest of the song not seem as long. Because, like, for me, I was kind of wanting to get to that chorus because I think it's a really nice moment in the song. And then they do that, and then I think they go to, like, back to one more verse, then a chorus, bridge chorus or whatever. Um, And I like the way they handled it. I think it's one where they do just about get the balance right. Um, I like the the lyrics, lyrical content in the... uh, in the in the chorus like i think i was listening to it when i was having because i'm for context moved down to cardiff where we record this podcast fairly recently um and it's got like lyrics in it about sort of this is not my home i'm just passing through yep and uh, like well, i was gonna recite it would, like, you, would you like a recitement yes go a on. recital <laughs> rather a recitement a recitement a recital <laughs> it's been a long day boys <laughs> right you're thinking i know i don't belong here i'll never call this place my home i'm just passing through yeah and like i'm not saying that's like a reflection of how i feel about cardiff i i like it here but i think it's because i've sort of been to lived in a few different places it's quite like i don't know i think it's just a nice kind of way to like poetically sort of espouse those feelings um and yeah i just kind of like the the sort of this is one where he does the drummer does nothing and i think that's for the best like mm-hmm. he just sort of lets it take a back seat. Um, yeah, I like this track. This is just one of those songs that just does nothing wrong, really. Yeah, it 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 just does everything it needs to do, and then uh, ends. So it sounds like, it sounds like something off Cavalier Youth by Unit Six, which is basically an exercise in writing songs that don't offend anyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, how dare you lump thrice? Like it can be album. a detriment, but like I think if it's just one song on the album, it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. If you've got an album full of it, then it's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I fun. have many opinions about You Me at Six. Maybe one day we'll get into those. Mm. Well, I'm not going to pick an album by them, so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, to be fair, though, if you pick one of the first two albums, they're full of bangers. Sin is Never Sleeps, also really good. And I, I, do you know, I've got I plenty do, of really good albums, to be yeah, fair. It's I do just quite the last like. Few. 
Cavalier Youth, but it, I, I there's really points of it. Cavalier Youth that are, yeah. are pretty decent. To be mm. fair. Night People is just not worth existing. Oh yeah, I, I've I never paid attention to, to anything. After and then the new album Six. My issue with that is, if you split the album into into half, the first half is them trying out all these new ideas and doing it really well, and the second half is them rehashing those ideas really badly. Oh, that's so. disappointing. What did you think of the? I know we're going on a tangent <coughs> again. The new <laughs> single, yeah, really liked it. I really like it too. Yeah. That was them doing was something new. Uh, what's it like? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that's got. Like, it's very different. Yeah, it's got like. A, has I got like a trap rap? Oh, trap yeah, kind rap of, yeah. is probably not. Kind of um, whited myself there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> trap drum beat or trap yeah, pretty drum. much. Yeah, it's yeah, like sinners but more modern, which I hope they stick with for a little bit. See where that mm-hmm. goes. Fair enough. Any other yeah. thoughts about in exile? Not really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we didn't really talk too much about it, but like, um, there's not loads to talk about. With yeah, it. It, it just does everything it needs to, and it scoots along. There's not really a lot to talk about with it because yeah. it is, it's just, it's just a solid song, to be honest. It, <laughs> forgive me, yawning for a moment. I wouldn't say I it's <laughs> filler, but it's probably filler. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird though, because it was one of the singles. It, it does have a video. It, I think it's filler, but I think it's really good filler. Mm. It's just like, it's just not killer. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't kind of do anything that you would be like, oh, that's something that stand out. But I think it's really, it is just like a really well put together song that is like really comfortable to listen to, mm-hmm. produced well, sounds stands apart from maybe some of the other stuff and probably every other song on the album. Like I don't think there's one that's got a similar vibe to this one. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. My brain is just looping the phrase uh, no killer, no filler, all Ben Stiller. And I, I can't <laughs> stop thinking that line. Where did you, did you I come just, up with yeah, that? Yeah, I just came up with that. Oh and my I hate God. it. I hate it's it trademark so it. Yeah, trademark it, really make millions. You, well, the song had better be all Ben Stiller, let me tell you. <laughs> just like Zoolander, Zoolander. <laughs> is uh, that the only Ben Stiller film you can think of? <laughs> Traffic Thunder, Traffic Thunder. <laughs> Don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, good luck trying to make Is that Ben Stiller? Who is that? I don't think it is. I don't no. think that's Ben Is he not in that? Or is that Adam Sandler? Is I think that, that's is Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah. I, I should have just up. corrected you yeah. straight away. I, I regard <laughs> it in my top three. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was like one of your favourite films. Along with uh, Con Air and... <laughs> what was the other one I said the other day? I'm glad I'm not Probably doing a film podcast anymore. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> Nacho Libre or something. In fairness, if this nah, was a, pod, uh, a I fucking film podcast, love that. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be going through all of the Nick Cage like chronology. Oh, Nick Cage is class, though. Like, Correct to be fair, answer. Con Air is maybe the the best one you've got in your top three, though. Put the bunny. I mean, I've only given Barry. you two. In yeah, box. and I can guarantee you, Con Air is the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. What was the other? I, I think I've got it written down. Yeah, it was probably some that shit. As far well, as it was, but like, well, I, I don't care if it's a good film. If I fucking <laughs> enjoy it, then it's going in my top three. Just don't mess with the Zohan one. <laughs> it's so funny though. It's like whatever happened to Wasser's face from the the Mummy and the Looney Tunes films. Oh, uh, Brendan Fraser. I know what happened to him, but it's a very yeah, sad story. It's really sad. He, um, do you know what happened to him? I think Funhouse. Did like a video where they yeah, took they the piss out did. of him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> did they actually? He, possibly. He like so. He, I think he's Canadian, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and he was with uh, his wife for like a fair few years, mm-hmm. and then they decided to get divorced. But because of how, um, because of how divorce works in Canada, Canada, 
yeah sure um <laughs> you what you pay because of all the stupid shit with you know marriage um <laughs> what you have to pay to them mm-hmm. um is based off your highest earnings at the peak of your career really yeah and Brendan Fraser, for, at one point in time, was like almost one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. And then after like The Mummy and all that fell off, mm-hmm. he's not been able to get much work at all. Mm-hmm. So he's ha- he's gone like bankrupt Jesus. because of how much he's had to pay his ex-wife. Oof. It's a that mess. Is rough, to be but fair. It's horrid. That is very rough. I figured out. I, I, I checked my notes. Here. <laughs> all right. What is it? But I want to know if you can guess it. It's very you, you. You'd guess it if you. Is it were, Roadhouse? No. <laughs> like, think of films we've watched together, Dan. Oh, it's Team America, isn't it's it? It's Team America. Yeah, <laughs> no. To be fair, that's the best of them. <laughs> like Team America's class. Um, anyway, yeah, let's go on to track six. Is <laughs> at the last. Yes. Uh, so that's track six. This isn't going to be a fun one for me, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> no. The mixing on this track is probably the worst on the whole album. What a mess. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I could safely say I hate the intro riff. And it goes twice yeah. when it shouldn't, I think, in the intro. It goes mm-hmm. double what it should have, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said... I really like the verses in this song. I I like how the everything cuts out on the I think it's the second verse when it goes back into the second chorus. Yeah. I think I could like the verses of this track, but why are the drums so loud? Why can I not hear the guitars at all? Why is the bass so loud only on this track? Mm-hmm. Self production. I know, but like It's never a good idea unless <laughs> you're I mean, I'm I'm sure they're very good at what they yeah. do and it's it's hard to self produce. Because, obviously, I think the producers on this album are Dustin and, um, what's the guitarist's name? How have I forgotten it? Is it You're on your own. Teppy? <laughs> <coughs> yes. Which is probably why the bass is so quiet. It's because you've got two <laughs> guitarists. <laughs> yeah. But, um, obviously, when you've got emotional investment in the song, it's hard to... Yeah, to mix it because, like, if I was to mix a Sienna song, the bass would probably end up being too loud. <laughs> Whereas, I think if any any of us did the same thing, I think our individual instruments would probably be the loudest thing on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mixing's not great on this song. I, to be honest, it's not perfect on this album at all from mm. start to finish. But like, um, I don't hate this song. I just wish that the intro riff was different. Yeah. I take... Uh, sorry to just no, no. get everything out straight away. <laughs> go but, on, just uh, go for it. I hate how the chorus comes in after the bridge as well. Um, it feels like it just falls into a chorus. Mm. I really can't stand that. Like it, it, it builds up really nicely and then just falls on its face. Yeah, I gotta disagree. I love it. Mm, that it, was the point I you made, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see it on both sides. I do get why you you feel that way. 
I I don't particularly hate it. I don't. It's fine for me. Like I, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't offend me. But I like, don't know what it is. I think there's just a a beat in there that either shouldn't be there. I think it's the overlapping on the vocals. Yeah, I think. that's it. Yeah, that is it. To be fair, no, I think about it. It's it does it for me. It just feels like it falls into it with not not much thought put into that bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember showing this um, song to George, and he hated the vocals on the chorus because of like how mm-hmm. shouty it is. Yeah, but I. I find that I quite enjoy it because of the way that he kind of transitions from shouting to the... I think it's the last line where he kind of goes naturally from being shouted to clean. Mm-hmm. I, I I quite enjoy that. Because like it, it's... I get why a lot of people don't like his voice for being a bit too shouty, but I really enjoy the passion and like mm. the... It, it feels raw sometimes and I... I actually really like it in his voice. I don't take issue with the vocals on this track, to be fair. I think that they're, they're absolutely sound vocals. I think there's um, a couple of tracks towards the end that I have issue with. But mm. yeah, for this one, I think it works fine. Uh, <laughs> drum corner. It's not even the drums. I, like, I, I don't really have an opinion on the drums. They're just kind of like... They're I get why he did them. He does actually do some like... You know, like draws and stuff on the snare. I think in the verses, which just kind of helps, you know, carry them along a little bit. Um, like you said, I think the intro riff is bad. I think it's like I think it's genuinely a bad like bit of. It sounds music. like something you jam. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, it sounds like something you would jam. It, for me, I'm trying not to be horrible, but it sounds like something that you would jam if you were trying to make like the most musically jarring thing that you could possibly make like <laughs> it's, it's just two guitars <laughs> just two guitars that go completely against each other for like the entire like yeah that entire section verse is fine it's nothing that i've not heard before but it's fine I fucking love the bass tone in the verse bass tone's nice it's nice and stinky but that chorus is crap as well. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I think the way that it's mixed doesn't help because you've got that one guitar that just kind of plays the same note, yeah. which I get what they were trying to do because, like, I think that can work well at times if you have, like, like that note sort of underpinning the whole section of the song and then everything else moving around mm. it. But it's so fucking loud. You can't hear... You can barely, It's, like, distracting. Like, it takes away from everything else that's going on in the song at that point, which is a lot, by the way, because it's just like... <laughs> that's like all you can hear. I love Darude Sandstorm. Yeah, it's pretty close, right? Like it drowns out his vocals. I, I do think they've mixed... If they mixed this spot on, I think I would say, well, I don't really like that, but because of how poorly mixed it is, I think it's like yeah. unlistenable. Yeah, my problem with the chorus is that I... Apart from the first line, I don't think I have a clue what he's singing. Mm. Yeah. I don't... I, I mean, Lyric Corner will probably tell me what the chorus <laughs> I, I lyrics are. I can if you want me to. <laughs> like, we don't yeah, I'd like to, to know. Marking, I, I actually don't know. It's not my favourite lyric in the song, but mm-hmm. it, it reads, And now at the last, everything is changed in this pale light that death has cast on all I've done. On all I've done. Nice. Love it. That yeah. kind of sounds like... Good lyrics, but you can't hear them. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm gonna be the only one who defends this mix. Apparently, mm-hmm. love the intro. 
I think it's really cool. <laughs> and the actual mix, the fact that the vocals are so lost in it, I really vibe that personally. I That's do weird as a vocalist like for you to be saying. Do you know what? You, you're saying that like you obviously as a bassist, if you mix the song, the bass would be prominent. If I was mixing my music, my vocals would be as lost in as possible. Not out of I like, said something about your vocals. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> not out of some weird place like, oh, I don't want people to hear me. I really like it when vocals are quite lost in the mix personally. I'm quite a fan of that. I think sometimes I don't know if I agree work. with that. Sorry, I completely well, cut you that's off. Right. I was just going to say, I think sometimes it can work, but this, mm, I don't know. I just I don't really I think see it. the mixing as a whole is like so messy in this track that the vocals being quiet doesn't come across to me as an, intense an intentional yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, fair. Nine times out of ten, the vocals are the focal point of a, of a song. Like it, oh yeah, that's the moneymaker, isn't it? Like, so <laughs> you kind of need it to Sorry, be at the, uh, at the front of the mix as much as possible because mm-hmm. if it's lost in there, then... Oh yeah, me and the industry disagree on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. I'm an artist. <laughs> I will say my highlight for this song is at the end of the second verse when he does Everything the... Uh, cuts out. I never killed, I never stole. I love he's that got bit. that bit of guitar over it. Yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. Isn't <laughs> the way around? You did it the wrong way around. Do you know what, again? my boys? I never killed and I never stole. <laughs> <laughs> a small indulgence now and then. So what of it? But he's about to, if we keep on criticizing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing you hear before you die. I'd <laughs> 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 oh, picture like an indie horror game where like you're walking through the woods and you just hear in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have dressed up as Slenderman for Halloween because you are quite tall. I'm always considering it, yeah. but like, like in the same way that uh, last night we had a little Halloween party, mm-hmm. I was going to dress up as uh, Bojack Horseman. The the thing with Slenderman is he's got no face. I can't have a drink. That's a fair point. And if I'm drinking dark fruits, I could just like filter it through the mask, oh. but I'd ruin it then. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> see. That. Also, I think we might have missed the boat on Slenderman being like a relevant pop culture reference. Yeah. I'm pretty By sure I was about... still in school when that was like a popular thing. Yeah. yeah. That used to scare the shit out of me. Have you ever seen... Oh, so have you ever seen Marble Hornets? No. Oh, mate. Every episode is... So it's about a guy who... he get He's filming a, a, a film mm-hmm. uh, and Slenderman starts targeting him during right. the filming process and it eventually takes him. And his mate finds all the tapes and is trying to work out what happened to his mate. And in the process, Slenderman's come for him. It's all live action. And every episode is Spot the Slenderman. It's incredible. There's an episode uh, that fully takes place. Uh, It's like one of the scenes for the film. It's a conversation by a window. And he's there the whole time. And only at the end of the episode, when the wind blows the brushes, do you see him in the in the hedge. And you're like, fuck, he was there the whole time. Oh, I have got to show... It fucked me up. Hell. I will show you Marble Hornets. And anyone listening, uh, Jim's parents, go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember oh, when, like, Christ. those Slenderman videos were just everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yo, that's actually scaring me now, just, like, thinking about that. <laughs> that and Jeff the Killer... Oh, Jeff the Killer. I had uh, a mate jump scare me with Jeff the Killer while I was sat on, like, I can literally remember where I was. It was just, it must have been just after we'd had the extension on the house because I was sat at the breakfast bar. Very nice. Posh Fucking tall. We're really trying to elevate ourselves out of the Buckley rabble. Um, (laughs) 
And uh, my mate sent me, he was just like, oh, look at this goal I scored in FIFA. And I was like, oh, amazing. Went to click on it and that fucking thing was staring at me. I, <laughs> and we had like these stores and I literally nearly fell off it. I just slammed the computer screen down. It's horrible. Anyway. All right, yeah, let's go on to track seven. Still rather we? watch Jeff the Killer than listen to that song again. <laughs> 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 oh, strong words. Wood and a wine. Seven wooden wire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, fucking hell. Oh, Mark's currently showing me that Marble Hornets thing. Uh, oh! This is riveting content. <gasps> oh my god, that's horrible. Ah! Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> my hands are literally sweating. Uh, it's. it's What's that? It's called uh, Marble Hornets. It was a Slenderman YouTube series. Yeah, that's oh, that's the kind of book that. shit you gotta deal with. Oh, I'm not watching that. Nah, I gotta make you watch it now. Oh, it's horrible. good stuff. Anyway, oh, that's awful. <laughs> this is a nice track. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to what this track. What track was again that again? Sorry, Wooden Wire. <laughs> it's uh, one of my favorites. Is it? Cool. Is that not the on the album? Time you said that. How many songs are in? Are we seven? Yeah, this is the sixth time I've said Yeah, it's another one that's just nice to zone out to. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, it's just a, I, I think it's really pretty. Like, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a but very pretty track. That one is the one I think that I was referencing sounding about like it was about someone in prison. Yeah, it, it's a very pretty song about a man off to go get executed by... Uh, I mean, like, it's... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boys. I do mean, like, pretty and, like, the kind of instrumentation. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a pretty song for such a... Morbid kind morbid of... Morbid theme is... Mm. I was saying while the song was playing that this is everything that I want my own sad boy tunes to be. Mm-hmm. I like shit like that, though, because like, I like how... It do, like because obviously you've kind of got to make the instrumentation fit the the theme, but then like Paramore's most recent album is a good reference to like how poppy it is, but then the lyrics are probably the most depressing lyrics that they ever did. Mm-hmm. It's like it it still really works well together. I don't think this contrasts lyrics like it it fits the mood of like it's it's pretty but it's still sad like yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah. sad um it's just like the way that it's done is pretty mm. like yeah i think it works with what like what it's about thematically um yeah it, it's, it's just a pleasant song to listen to yeah um, it's up there for me like I, I it's one of those ones that if you're like feeling shit it, it just like yeah it's a good one just to listen to yeah, and definitely I would say the vocals take me out of it a little bit. Really? I don't know what it is, but it's something about his delivery in this one that just, like, I can't completely get That's into it. it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't mind this one. I just don't think it does enough for me personally to sort of take my interest for, for that long. Um, again, How long is it? Four minutes, Four minutes and ten. Yeah, it's it's a l- long song for not much to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the issues I have with a, with a few on this. I think like I get like I like songs that are 
either relaxing or sad or a mixture of the two. Yeah. Um, but I just sort of like I still want them to be interesting songs and songs that make you, you think about what's happening. Um, whereas this one is one where really it's just for you to kind of listen to and and be on like a plane for the whole thing, mm-hmm. not a literal plane. I find that this song is one of the ones that I'm more invested to listen to the lyrics. Yeah, they put the lyrics front and centre on this, don't they? Yeah. Cheers for that clarification earlier, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why. Every time I hit play, I just find myself in a different country. It's like, God <laughs> damn it, not again. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for... Oh, yeah. Thanks for all, you know, not roasting me completely for going... Not an actual playing guy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. Um, second verse of this, the delivery of the way he's like, dead man walking down the hall to meet a mess of wooden wire. There's like uh, a real sadness in his voice in that delivery that I adore. Mm. Wait, 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 which way around is it? Is it chest then ah or ah oh, then chest? Oh, chest then ah. I hope this doesn't become a thing. (laughs) It's going to. You've met Uh, me. Christ. Christ. (laughs) Dear God, make it stop. What a song. For four minutes and ten, I don't notice that it goes on that long. It just, it happens and I'm there for the ride. I agree. I don't find it going on too long. Yeah. Genuinely, I don't think I would unless, like, if, if if the voice was a bit... I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but if I enjoyed his voice a bit more, I think I wouldn't notice the length of this one. See, I feel like in this song, like I, I quite enjoy the vocals on it because it, I, I, it's one of those ones where like, it's more like he's he's not telling a story necessarily, but he kind of is. But like, it almost does feel like it's happening. Like, mm-hmm. Like, he, he does have that sort of energy in it where, like, it, it does feel like he's facing that reality of ending up on the chopping block. Mm. Well, the electric chair. They all deserve the electric it chair. Yeah. Wooden wire. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Well, they all deserve it after at the last. Fucking. Fuck. <laughs> you sure you're going to tag him in this? <laughs> yes. Just kidding, Jason. Jason? <laughs> Let's go from Dustin to Justin to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jonas. Um, <clears throat> no, um, drums on this do my fucking head in. Like, <laughs> genuinely. So I get the feeling you don't like the drums on this album. I, you're damn right. You're completely right about that. Um, but this song is the where it like genuinely got absurd like yeah i'm not gonna go into it because i'm saying the exact same stuff i've been saying about every other drum beat that i've disliked (laughs) but again it's far too much for something that should be this spacey Mm -hmm. like just just oh yeah i don't really know how to explain it he puts bass drum uh bass he plays the bass drum in parts of the pattern where it just doesn't need to be played and it's like putting like a putting swing in it or or like kind of just overcomplicating it where it should just be a case of this is just like a drum beat that literally just literally literally just serves as like a metronome yeah because everything's so simplistic and he's just there like 
just yeah and again the production of the drums doesn't help because that bass drum is so crap sounding and yet it's every 0.2 seconds he's playing it and it just upsets me um songs right though (laughs) (laughs) does it make you feel like you're on a plane makes me feel like i wish i was on a plane and then could jump out of it without a parachute this next song is called talking through glass (laughs) (laughs) oh wait what is, is is talking through glass slash we move like swing sets? That's yeah, it, it's two songs. Yeah, I mean right. it, it's <laughs> the second song is almost like a. It's the outro, really. Yeah, it's, like, it, I don't even know if it's an outro or more like an interlude. Mm, yeah, right. Um, are we done on wooden wire then? You didn't yeah. really say much. Uh, well, I've I mean, not got much to say. Like mm. I, th- I think I've I've said what I need to about it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do loads, but yeah, fair enough. Um, Moving on up then. Yeah, so talking through glass. Slash. Talking through glass. Slash. Swing sets. Banger. Swing sets. (laughs) Straight banger. Uh, Really boring. I don't like this at all. I think his vocal performance is the worst out of any track on this album. Well, um, it not really toned down from the shoutiness, I get. He, he's straining so hard. Um, it's definitely not put on like he's straining like mad. And it, it's, sounds like, it sounds like someone's torturing someone to me. Um, and the, like, pseudo key change is possibly my least favourite part of the album mm-hmm. fair enough fair <laughs> enough alright on to the next one then boss. <laughs> yeah nah this one for me sorry we no you go ahead uh, it's in the delivery of the verses for me the way he breaks it up and it's it never turns out right me and you love that See, Listen, I, the, the delivery across the song I, I love I don't really have a problem with it either mm. I get why you have a problem with it especially as a vocalist as well you're gonna pick out things that you think are probably damaging his voice or yeah stuff like that um <laughs> <laughs> all right jim don't pie that off on me <laughs> you want to start a challenge you can't win <laughs> pie <laughs> oh mate don't that's what you get when you pie it off on me boys <laughs> Yeah, no, I... I... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fucking up. Nearly punched another Pepsi can over. <laughs> another innocent Pepsi. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I I do like this song. The, at, at one point, this was my favourite song on the album, which um, I don't think it is now. But, um, I don't know. I, I listen to the vocals, and I, 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 I kind of hear the passion more than the... Right. The straining, yeah. But because I, I don't. I mean, unless they transpose it, which is probably too much of a ball ache. There's probably no other way of doing this song, which maybe is a thing of maybe they shouldn't do the song. But like, I, I do quite enjoy it. So it's like, yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, is to be honest, like the vocal is the only thing that stands out to me in the song. Um, and that key change because 
the only other thing I've really got is like the acoustic tone at the end's nice, and that's that's genuinely all I picked up on in the song because like it just bored me for the most part. Yeah, it doesn't change much. It is very shouty from start to finish. Like, mm-hmm. I I feel like maybe that's kind of why they put we move like swing sets in it. Yeah, which is weird. I, I'm not sure I like that. Like where it is, I don't know why. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure it works with this song. Hmm. Yeah, I think. I think I like was was positive about we move like swing sets because I think it's such a. I'd like find it to be a really compelling, like part of the whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, there's not loads going on. I don't really gain much meaning from from that sort of phrase. We move like swing sets. But I think, like, in my notes I said, like, this song is exhausting to listen to. Like, it just, it comes in and is immediately, like, as 100 miles an hour as they get on this album. Yeah. And then it doesn't really change. Like, when it gets to, like, the bridge, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, they're going to do something else. And I think he just starts singing even harder. Yeah. Like, like that could have been a part to... Like it's the majority of it feels like it's at the same note as well. Like I don't yeah. know if it is, but it's always right up there. Like maybe drop it down, or just just do something else. Is was what I was you know kind of asking for by by halfway through this song. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one just I really like didn't enjoy listening to it any listening to it at any point. But you know, I think again it depends what you're listening to the album for. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I just really struggled with this one. Yeah, this was a low point of the album for mm. me. But you know, music is special. We are all unique. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some sobering thoughts. <laughs> nah, banger. Love this one. There is a lot of energy in it that I just really vibe. There is, but I would also say there's a lot of energy in like any of the tracks from Low Teens. I know I'm sort of using your two favourite children against you here. <laughs> Go for um, it. But with Low Teens, like, it feels like there's a lot of, like, a lot of thought and a lot of variation. Like, either there's, like, completely separate parts of the song. Yeah. Or maybe it's just a case of, like, they kind of dial it back a little bit and then bring something in. It just, like, needs a section where it just shuts the fuck up for a bit like and just kind of chills out and maybe does it does something else yeah but it, we does, like it does that yeah. as a separate part like completely oh. it doesn't like jump between them or it, it doesn't they, they don't contrast each other because they are two separate songs mm. yeah. um, and you can really feel that they're two separate songs they're just two separate songs with a really weird transition in the middle yeah I think that's that's main main issues that I had with it is just that it's it's not got enough variation and it almost feels to me like possibly they put that in to be like oh it's got variation yeah because it completely varies in every way imaginable to a different song mm. um but you know I like I like songs with energy I think you've just got to like direct that energy in different directions throughout the song I think is where I struggle because it just hits one note and then just stays there maybe if it just builds up to it maybe if it comes down from that and then goes back up and maybe it just goes up and then comes back down 
It could do a number of things. But then I think that's would you the argue maybe that in context, because you've got wooden wire, which is a very one-trick pony, mm-hmm. straight the talking through glass, the exact same, but obviously very different. You're getting that tension and release, but it's across two songs. When Possibly. you're reviewing it, it's like a song by song. By song. Like, I get it. I, I suppose maybe in the context of the album, mm. it works a bit more. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, if that's if if they have said or or if that was you know legitimately what they were looking to do, then then I get that a little bit more. Um, yeah, I just I can't, I can't really see it, and I just for me, it is just a case of like that section of the song must be what like two and a half minutes or something. I just really like I just struggle to get through it because of how. It's really quite chaotic, like the ver- the chorus especially. It's got like guitar parts going underneath. And yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it any more than just that it's a bit too full on, I think, for too long. Yeah. Without any sort of peaks yeah. and valleys. Yeah. And that's all i got to say on that. You and I can uh, agree to disagree then, because personally, I- I'm a big fan. No, we have to fight outside instead. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> You're saying high noon? Uh... Um, <laughs> I okay. Of, <laughs> I was trying to think of the name of that fucking Overwatch character that says High Noon. Just anyway. as well, I didn't bother because that joke obviously wouldn't have landed, even if I'd have figured out how yeah, to make yeah. it. People still play Overwatch. There's an Overwatch Two coming out in there. Oh, is there fuck? Is there? Yeah, it's literally oh, called Christ. Overwatch Two. Why? I don't know. Like, sure, they could just keep I'm, on bringing out I updates. Feel like, shit, the fuck up. I feel I'm, like that's that game has died to death now. Like, it was the biggest thing in the world for, like, six months. Yeah. I tried so hard to get into that game, because my, at the time, girlfriend loved it. Mm. And I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. There was something about it I really didn't enjoy. Just play Call of Duty, you fucking nerds. Yeah, too right, fucking nerds. <laughs> Call of Duty, like what all the cool people play. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, this next track. Are we... Going straight on to the yeah, next track. Yeah, I reckon so. Alright, no worries. Uh, this is uh, Under Taylor's next favourite song, right? <laughs> <laughs> track 9, The Great Exchange. Track 9. The oh, Great Exchange. Let me tell you something about track the nine. tongue, right? <laughs> George in this room. <laughs> I love the villa. I love the villa, mate. You sound like my nan. <laughs> uh, your poor nan. <laughs> Sorry, Babs. Um, again, this is just a pretty song. Doesn't really go anywhere. Doesn't need to. I think a, a lot of this album probably is guilty of not changing the game up too much in terms of song by song. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of songs that are different to each other, mm-hmm. which they do work together, but like dynamically, I think in within the song, uh, like that, a lot of them do kind of stay at the same pace. Yeah, they do one thing. It's the same um, critique I gave of Chuck last week, but definitely not to the same extent. Um, mm. They they pick one thing to do for each song and they yeah. they bash that out. Mm-hmm. Which can be fine because I feel like if you do too much with dynamics, it can be quite jarring sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but um, I don't no, know. I do understand. I, I do think it 
does hinder it slightly. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to do too much to kind of make it work. But mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd, uh, just a lot of the stuff I listen to is... It, it does more within the confines of each song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably just outside of my usual... Um, listening habits yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it's nice it works for what they're doing do you hate the drums Jim? yeah I do hate the drums <laughs> <laughs> really hate the drums um, I was thinking though I have a little bit of empathy for him because I don't really know what you, what else you can do with, with the verse in this on drums like um, unless you were to try and be like really really delicate um, he's sort of stuck because like the all of the music is like a lot of the music in this especially in this song is really delicate like the guitar parts everything like that the way you sing in but he's almost got to either play it like a really like a proper full-on ballad like in half time or kind of do something i think he's gone for like that kind of oh god mike broke all the other bones in his body uh <laughs> i think he, he he kind of goes for um that, like weird fishes Arpeggii? Is that how it's pronounced? The Radiohead song? Weird Fishes? I don't know. It's quite a... It's one of their, like... I think it's one of their more sort of famous ones where it's just kind of like... It's basically just like a really kind of annoying drum beat. But this is just the same thing. And then what really fucks me off is he's doing this drum beat, which I don't like, and I'm pretty sure he's already done it on three songs during this, on this album. <laughs> almost as bad as that one. Um... And then he he takes it off the snare, like he's playing it on the snare, and he starts doing it on rim, like with rim shots. Right. Like the only thing that could make that drum beat sound more crap is to do it on rim shots, because <laughs> it just makes no fucking sense. And it's just bad. Like it's just bad. Like he could have just slowed it down because it's a part where the rest, it, like he 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 takes it off the snare mm-hmm. because it's a more like it, the song goes even more quiet and even more sort of soft. But he's still doing the same drum beat that's too much. Now he's just doing it with an annoying clicking sound rather than a snare sound. It just annoys me. Like, just do something different. Like, Might think I about jump it in here bit. real quick? Go ahead. I love how at the start of the album you were like, oh, I, don't, I don't like this drum beat. Maybe there's some more you could have done. Yeah. And now mm. we're coming to the end. You're like, it's just fucking bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely like, I don't even, I don't bear this lad any ill will. I'm sure he's, sure he's fine. I'm sure he's a lovely man. But I've I'm running out of, I've run out of patience at this point. For <laughs> no, I fear that because of you, yeah, my band will never get to play a show with Thrice. Just well, bad I'm not, karma. I'm not in your band, so I know. But like he's he's gonna hear this podcast, yeah, by true. some roundabout means of divine intervention. That's true. And he's gonna go. That guy is mates with that guy. We ain't having his band on tour. And then I, I, my career's over. Just don't say the name of your band, and then you'll never know. Scavengers. Oh well, it's not my fault anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You did this to yourself. God damn you it. You do. And I that's swear why it really hurts. To God, if you ever get on a thrice gig. You're our merch guy. I mean, I'm your merch <laughs> guy anyway. But, yeah. I just want to meet Dustin. I swear to God, if you ever get on a thrice gig. I'm your merch guy. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't finish our sentence. I was like, where's this going? <laughs> it's because you interrupted me. I'm sorry. I, if you ever get on a thrice gig, I want my invite so I can bounce up to the front man and be like, yo, Jamie, what's going on, man? <laughs> By the time that gig comes around, you will have moved through so many more names. Yeah. You'll be on like indistinct clicking noises. <laughs> yeah. Hey! <laughs> I'm a man! <laughs> I, 
I feel like I should cut that out. Is that racist? Uh, <laughs> it's racist to dolphins. I was maybe. I was thinking more specifically. It moves away so far from like okay levels Words. of language. I wasn't yeah. thinking that you just become an African tribesman. <laughs> now you've got now it's racist. <laughs> just replace that with a clip of me saying one of the prawns from District Nine because that's how they talk. <laughs> There you are. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking up to Dusty going, Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> now Dan knows where to cut. I do. Where to <laughs> cut. <laughs> I'm going to place a marker right there. <laughs> uh, so this song for me, kind of boring, but all poetry in the lyrics. I mm. love the, the lyrics of the song. I love the theme of the song. Mm. Like the, um, I'm assuming the great exchange is the taking your life for your enemy I, it's not the uh, the exact line it's giving <laughs> give his own life for his own worst enemy by the genius explanation which i've kind of glossed over is uh, to do with uh, reforming and um coming back to the church okay and the good news of jesus um but it's all poetry and the second verse that reads is the second verse Technically, uh, too bone tired to keep my arms moving, to swim or even grasp after straws. The undertow drew me down into its coal, its infinite indigo jaws. That's nice. Yeah. I rate that. I'm glad also, you but, started doing uh, it the right way around. The metaphor yeah. of the ocean uh, and its infinite indigo jaws, like that imagery, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Just poetry. I rate a lot of the the ones that you've been picking out. I've definitely rated a lot of. I love the really lyrics. Like, paid that much attention to them when I was listening through it myself. But because you were too busy fucking getting angry, hating on the drums, drums yeah, fuming. <laughs> I was like gnashing my teeth. Fuming. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, like, I'd not. If he really is writing music about coming back to the church and like that's his own prerogative but at least he's dressing up in like fancy you know fancy um lyricism i really like the album artwork you know i've been looking at it because i'm playing it on my phone while we're sort of going mm-hmm. through i don't know if that's the original because that's the digital album artwork that jim's looking at what mm. you want to look at for the actual album artwork is that piece uh, uh, this one's better yeah i prefer the digital one because yeah. that one is their logo is it right i like abstract album art then have you heard of 21 Pilots (laughs) Uh, no actually who is that (laughs) (sighs) there's 21 of them yeah yeah generally and they're all pilots pretty big band yeah they all got their licenses what are they doing making music well every time they put on wooden wire they just appear in planes (laughs) 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 I just said that like they should be going to the moon or something in regards to pilots Whereas they would be astronauts. <laughs> 21 astronauts. Same, same thing, innit? Shall we mosey on over to the final song of the album? Oh, has anyone got more to say? No, I'm good. Yes, and, um, So, track 10. The titular track. Beggars. Lovely. Track 10, Beggars. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so let's go off on one for a second. Discuss how the metal band Behemoth are the best thing to ever happen to music. I can safely say I've never listened to them. Yeah, same no idea who that is. Um, <laughs> we're just doing really well for time, so I thought I'd fuck it up. All right, safe. Didn't Spire work in the works. Didn't work at all. <laughs> uh, so as I said to you just then, mm-hmm. this song feels like it's meant to directly follow on from the last one, and it stresses me out that it doesn't. Mm. I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can... never said that. Fuck a dick, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> gun to my head, gun to my dick. <laughs> I still think about that. You know, I get like, what the fuck was going through his head when he said that? Was that Spike or John? It was, it was him. Me. Oh, that was Dan. <laughs> That's why it's even more confusing because Dan normally knows what he's going to say before my head. he says gun it. To I my do head. not. <laughs> <laughs> gun to my head, gun to my dick. It's so fucking bizarre. Um, anyway. Yeah, it's. I don't get why they didn't carry it over because it literally finishes on the same note that this song starts on with like the same chord and it goes down to like the same dynamic as well. So I have no idea why they didn't do it. My one note, like my my note for that bit was (laughs) it feels like the producer wasn't told that it was meant to fade into the next one, but they self-produced, so that theory's gone out the window. Mm-hmm. Window! Window! window. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's really weird. I don't know what went on there. Mm. Um, the opening's very nice. I, I think it's very pleasant. Yeah. It's, the song, the it, it's just... I think this one may be... The, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> this may be the epitome of this album dragging on uh, yeah. this song goes on for way too long in my opinion mm-hmm. um, and I feel like after the great exchange it takes way too long for this to become a big song you mm-hmm. know I mean? like you've just listened to uh, what uh, how long is the great exchange it's like about three and a bit minutes I think three well it might be four I don't want to start playing. Yes, three and a half minutes. um, That is a very low key song. It doesn't do much. It's quite like just a zone out one. Mm -hmm. The final minute of the track before that is also the same. Why does it take three and a half minutes for this to become anything? Yeah, that's that was the problem that I had was that like this one just again like really takes its time. Um, this feels like an album that was self-produced in the sense that they didn't have anyone to tell them like you might want to chop this one down a bit like they were like they might have felt that they wanted to try and make these you know make all these like epic excuse me epics Um, and it just kind of leads to it being a little bit meandering Mm -hmm. I think as well I'm going to get all my criticisms of this one out of the way because uh, Taylor's looking more and more sad every time I see Oh, no, that. I'm totally cool, though. Right? Okay, good. Um, I'm not. This is my favourite song on the album. Really? really? Yeah, I love this one, boys. I think this is the first one where the drums are good. Um, the last stretch. <laughs> <All right. laughs> because they literally just, like, do what needs to be done and then just are, like, loud and make a bit of a racket during the ending bit, which is mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. That's all fine for me. Um it just the ending of it just like stays on the same chord or like goes back yeah. between two chords where I feel like if they did more of like a um if I was gonna use the radiohead thing again, a bit more of like an exit music for a film where it like kind of sweeps like all up and down, mm-hmm. you know, really kind of 
like soars at parts and then plummets at other parts. You know, that would make the the kind of this sort of cacophonous ending that they're trying to do. Um, it's a big word. Mm, cacophonous. Make it really like... What does it mean, Jim? Noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Loud. Um, <laughs> like a gun to my dick. Like a gun to my dick. <laughs> and one to my head. But more importantly, gun to my dick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's something where they, they're really close to like properly just like ripping it open and just letting it all like go. But it just doesn't get there. Yeah. I think that's one issue that I had. Um, and the vocals in this song are really irritating to me because I get that that's just the tone of his voice, but I think he, when he's trying to be really delicate with it, with it, I like kind of affecting it being really delicate. It just seems, sounds a bit cliche to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not a fan of his uh, vocal performance in this one. Hmm. There's just something about it that's. It just hits the ear wrong to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like a con. It's like a contrast between how gravelly his voice is and how he's trying to sing like uh, "Lad Out of Maroon 5. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. trying to hit like falsetto bits, and he's trying to like proper like kind of. I don't know. Be all like laid back and like Sinatra esque. I think he does a a decent job of sounding like Adam Levine. You know. <laughs> Flat as fuck. Flat as fuck, yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. We watched the Super Bowl performance last night. We did. It was fun. (laughs) That is up there with the uh, Nick Jonas guitar solo. We cleansed the palate with Bruno Mars' afterwards. Oh, so good. We're going to have to have a podcast devoted to that. We should just like break it down. I can't wait to do a Bruno Mars album. Can we do do Doops and Hooligans? That's That's, that's the one I'd do, yeah. Uh, That's the first one, Jim. Oh, Shut right over me. Up. Cheers, mate. <laughs> right know. over me. You did not. <laughs> I did, I promise. Uh, um, cheers, that man. was that sneeze from about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, it went around my shoulder. Oh, I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> a new shoulder. Huh? Spillage's leakage. <laughs> that was fucking gross. Uh, I totally like, crushed my nuts when I leaned over to do that. Great. Um, so, yeah. I, overall, I think this is a bit of a weak way to end the album I think the ending itself is a good way to end the album yeah I, I think it's the song as a whole maybe not again like I do feel like it, the production on it lets it down though because I yeah. think it could sound so much bigger than it does and I, I feel like if I saw this track live like it'd sound class but just the way they've mixed it I don't get on with it Mark out of curiosity because we looked at the set list, but I can't remember exactly what it was on. What songs from this album were on the set list? I will get it up now. I think there was one or two. How what many albums have they released since this? Since this. Three more? Major Minor. Uh, so what, Major, Major Minor, Minor, To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere, and, and then Palms. Yeah. Oh, To Be Everywhere as well, one album. Uh, off this album, they play Doublespeak uh, and In Exile. In Exile, I like Double Speak. I would be Double Speak would be class live though. You'd be better live than it would be on this album, <laughs> I imagine. Oh man! 
I think a lot of these songs would have come across better if they were produced better. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my main issue with the yeah. album as a whole. Yeah. I think, I think from listening to this album enough, I think I've managed to kind of take the production out of the equation. Mm. Or just learn to love it. For, for yeah. Maybe yeah. despite... i had a lot of years flaws. with this album. Like so Demo yeah. Fever, but for an actual album. What? Yeah. Like Demo Fever, but for like an actual album. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, I've what, had 10 years with this album now, so... Mm. In fact, they just re-released it. They no. did the 10-year yeah. um, special edition. I don't know if it was a special edition or it was just a reissue of the vinyls. I think it was just a reissue, wasn't it? Possibly. Mm. Personally, though, this is my favourite song on the album. I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah. Nah, man. It's, there's something about it. It's got a quality to it that I adore. I couldn't, ha- I couldn't quantify that for you. But I love it. I don't know what it is. It's as well. I think one of my favorite bits for it is the way the last, the very last lyric is, "We are beggars all." Didn't get that massive outro, and it just rounds off the album so perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's fair enough. Like I can appreciate that they at least. There was one thing that I did say. While I felt like they could have taken the end into different places and or like different chords, things like that. You know, rather than having it just kind of go back and forth between a few different um, notes, I think that you have to commend them for at least managing to give like the final sort of final part of the album like enough punch. Yeah, you know, I sort of wish they'd have been a bit been this generous with the bass for the rest of the album, <laughs> or like where it should have been in there well specifically the only the only production credit for the entire album is Tepe the guitarist mm-hmm. so. well on Wikipedia it says Tepe and Thrice so mm-hmm. huh. I think maybe he spearheaded it yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they would advice. all probably be consultants in terms of what they want which I, you would be anyway as part of the band yeah mm. yeah I mean it's it's a decent way to to close it out um it's a nice big ending, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's what you want in, a, yeah. in an album that has a lot of high points and low points, but like you you want to end it big, especially because yeah. that ending comes at a point where there's a lot of... Because that's probably... Between talking through glass, it, it goes a lot softer from there on to the ending of Beggars. Mm-hmm. So... I think it it's nice to just bring it back to a yeah a a big climax at mm-hmm. the end really yeah I think if they didn't have that it would kind of feel like it's going it'd have been a yeah it'd been a slow way to end yeah yeah that's it but um sorry I completely cut you oh, off I was, again I was literally just gonna say so you know <laughs> about it. so gun to your head gun to your dick top three ooh <laughs> shit right okay so I'm just gonna quickly look at the track listing. I'm going to get copyright struck by how spot on that rendition of what's that song called? <laughs> I, uh, I have no idea. No idea. That's what you think. Like, that song has a name. The Countdown song has a name. The Benny Hill tune. That's just, just the Benny Hill Benny theme. theme yeah. <laughs> um, they have a name, but they're just so ubiquitous. Did I use that word right? I'm going to say yes because I can't be bothered. Thanks, mate. You ready? Are they in particular order? Yeah. Yes. yes. Right, so I think third, I'd put... All right, we're going to drum roll and everything. Oh, it's not. It's so annoying. Oh. Every week they do it. Let's try it again. 
Oh my god, you're doing it right though. Sort of. So third would be the weight. Nice. Okay, I'm trying to remember which one that one is. Oh, I it's like the track two. second song. I like the weight. I don't know how you deal with these. It's difficult. <laughs> the point of us stopping is that then you say the, the song title. So yeah. second place. Oh, fucking hell. Um, You're going to just cut this all out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, would be Wooden Wire. Nice. Fair enough. <laughs> one, <laughs> two, three, four. Uh, 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 uh. And the number one choice is... Circles. Nice. Thank you for playing. Sam, I can't, can't fault that. I can't really remember where circles go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I feel like this album, you can see that they very much come out of their comfort zone because mm-hmm. like, this is off the back of four albums of being a heavy, not a heavy metal band. That's that's completely wrong. Like, um, <laughs> heavy. Like, like a post-hardcore band, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they went experimental with... Um, the Alchemy Index, but this was their kind of coming back to doing one piece of work that was yeah coherent, con- con- yeah consistent from start to finish, mm-hmm. and it's very different to everything they'd done before that. And to be honest, after Major Minor, the album after it, they kind of go back to that sort of sound they had before as well. So yeah. like, it's not too similar to the one they had before, but it's a lot heavier again. Yeah. So I think this was like a bit of an experimental phase for the band, and you can kind of tell that they're not. At the most comfortable with mm-hmm. it, yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that probably if they did it now, they'd have done differently, right? Yeah. But um, I do love this album. I, I from start to finish, there's not a song that I hate on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like all of the songs on it. There's some that I think could have been better, but I mean, you'd be you do well to find an album where you don't think that. Yeah, that's it. There's always going to be something that you think could be improved on. Um, I like. I definitely enjoyed listening to some of the tracks I like actively liked. Um, <laughs> Just except for the drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all the world's gone mad. That's what it's called, isn't it? All the, all the world, world is mad. All the world is mad. Yeah, um, that's a good song. Um, you know, there's a, there's a few that, tracks that I like as a whole. Um, I think again, it was just the production that sort of got on my bad side and then that kind of makes things that typically you'd be able to push past when you're listening to an album like really hard to ignore um but like i definitely feel like a better person for having listened to this album (laughs) and that's what it's all about right gang exactly maybe Maybe the the real beggars there you go (laughs) <laughs> with the albums we listened to along, along the way, way. <laughs> <laughs> we did it everyone lovely <laughs> should we uh, words or well, I was, was going to say if we have any recommendations I mean I sure as hell do yeah um, I so are you one. recommending albums that we currently like are we albums, EPs, singles whatever whatever takes your fancy Gigs. at this moment in time. I've been listening to well, let's have a listen yeah. do you want to go in order or do you want to just jump in just you jump in. I'm, I'm, I'm like not 100% this week. I don't know if you guys are familiar with a, an artist called Grandson, but he, I back am. in September, dropped a Modern Tragedy Volume 3, his 30p, you might have guessed. Ah. Uh, yet again, filled to the brim with bangers. Mm. What sort of genre is it? I wouldn't know how to how to describe it, if I'm honest. It's like... Put it in a box. 
yeah, I really wouldn't know how to describe it now I'm thinking about it. It's like a little bit of rap, a little bit of punk, a little bit of uh, electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's some dubstep kind of sections. Right. Okay. There's a lot to unpack across it, and mm. I couldn't tell you. I don't even know what genre. You, it's just alternative by Apple Music. Fair enough. That's what Apple Music does yeah. when they don't know how to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting stuff that he does. Mm. I'm very, very politically driven. That's good. So if that's your, that's your, your bag grandson yeah. mm-hmm. cool I rate that do you want to um, go yeah sure uh, I, I'm going to go with uh, Kia this week okay Kiev Kia Chicken <laughs> Kiev <laughs> I like how you say Kiev rather than going for the capital city we're like Chicken <laughs> Kiev fucking Dynamo <laughs> Kiev yeah uh, K-E-I-R um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've them before no I don't think so I don't recognise that name uh, I would have made the same I, didn't, I wasn't really aware that you were still like listening to him to be honest uh, I keep up to date he hasn't released anything for a while mm. but I keep up to date uh, Marek you like him he's got a track called Sad Boy oh yeah boy <laughs> <laughs> uh, no he's just class he's sort of a um, it's like hard hitting pop mm. sort of just big tunes He's he's got a really big sound um yeah, the the song I always go to is "Squeeze Me" because that's an absolute banger. Mm-hmm. It's got some class vocals. We saw him live. We caught the end of his set at Sound City last year, mm-hmm. um, and I was really impressed. To be fair, we didn't like sort of got our way to see enough bands that we didn't know. I don't think. Yeah, we that one I. <sighs> We didn't even see all the bands that we did know. Yeah, we, we didn't to get to the sacrifice night, night wave, night wave um, which was probably the right decision. I, I think I was just scared of them. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> I felt like I was going to walk in and someone was going to hand me like a pair of leather chaps to put on, yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> a ball gag or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, Kia is just really cool. He's he's got a class sound. Um, it's it's nothing like new, mm-hmm. but it's just big and cool. Yeah, like it's well executed, isn't it? Yeah. He, he's a good vocalist as well. He's a really good vocalist, yeah. And um, charismatic. He uh, should tell the, the Kia story about where he randomly cropped up. Oh, yeah. So, do you remember the Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson film Skyscraper? Was that like last year, two years yeah, that ago? That thing that happened. It's two years yeah. ago now, yeah. I don't know if it was any good or not. But basically, um, is Squeeze Me the song that was on Squeeze it? Me is, yeah, the... That's right, yeah. Yeah. And so uh I remembered it because there's bits where it goes, Hallelujah And um and I was just sat at home on watching the TV, an advert came on for Skyscraper, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson film, and that was the like the I don't know, theme song, I suppose you'd call yeah, it. It was the, the music in the trailer, wasn't for it? For this like massive blockbuster Dwayne Johnson film was this guy who we saw in Liverpool Sound City. Yeah, about 10 people watching <laughs> Yeah, literally there was like 10 people there. Um, and like he performed like there was about 50,000. Oh, he, he put on a good show to be yeah. fair. I just felt a bit gutted for him that there wasn't really much other attention, but he was right before Cassio, wasn't he? And then it a was. load of people streamed in for Cassio. Yeah. It was just really weird. It's just one of the moments where you're trying to like connect the dots. Like how does Dwayne The Rock Johnson... <laughs> Did Dwayne Rock Johnson choose this song? Is he a big fan? Or? I'm not sure how much influence The Rock has in choosing the music that goes in the trailer. I feel like no one would tell him he couldn't do yeah. it. Though. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight him on creative differences. Yeah. 
I feel like he's probably like I th- he seems like a lovely person, but God, I imagine he's hard to work with. Yeah, but I, I just rock. I don't think yeah. I don't think I don't, he'd, I don't think he'd care that much. <laughs> Do you reckon? I he's think he's, paid, isn't he? he's just happy to be in stuff. Like, he, well, yeah, no, that's probably he right. doesn't seem like. Look, judging by the state of his films, he doesn't seem like someone who's too bothered with what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> just as long as he looks it. cool in it and gets them zeros on his bank account. Yeah, as long as he looks cool and makes sure that he doesn't get beat up as much as the other guy. <laughs> I hate that shit. The Rock is someone who made being dressed up as a tooth fairy look cool. Uh, uh, you say what look a cool. Film. The film is shit, but like, <laughs> yeah. The Rock still looks cool when he's a tooth fairy. Did you know about his, his contract and Jason Statham has the same contract. Does he? Yeah. I find it more funny with Jason Statham though because Jason Statham was in Snatch. Yeah. What about the contract now? His film contracts um, have this like clause in where he has to, if he's in a fight with somebody, he can't get beat up more than them. They have to get beat up either an equal amount or he he for the most part wins the fight i can understand that with the rock because i unless you like put him up like the dwayne the rock johnson the human versus like i don't know fucking thanos or something i think most people wouldn't stand a chance against him to be honest (laughs) have you seen the fucking size of him can you imagine though like being a script writer (laughs) and then like you write this script and you put all these fight scenes in and if the hero generally you want to have one fight scene where they don't win yeah. to demonstrate the power of like the antagonist yeah. uh-huh. can you imagine being a script writer and then the studio coming to you and going <laughs> by the way we got the rock <laughs> and you're like shit <laughs> well, that's logic for Batista instead wouldn't yeah. Dwayne be like the perfect casting for one punch man oh yeah he'd be class for that I mean I'm the, not sure for it I'm not sure the comedy of it works at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I must be like, well, this guy legitimately could probably kill someone with one punch. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm waiting for the Fast and Furious film where the, the fight scene is between Dwayne and a train and contractually the train has to lose. I, I can 100% <laughs> see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ. <laughs> like, I guess I can sort of see it. Because, we're going way off topic, but I guess I can sort of see it because like that's sort of the whole, like, I guess principle that wrestling works on in it is like the yeah. good guys gotta like it's about sort of protecting your image and like this sort of illusion of how powerful you're supposed to be but like that doesn't really work in filmmaking does it Jason like, Statham has the same contract I know I find that <laughs> funny though I find that really funny you I don't can know tell why. if you watch um I don't know if Idris Elba has it as well because <laughs> they're in, basically just all like <laughs> just taking it in turns. Genuinely, to the the left in, in the most like in that Fast and Furious spinoff, yeah. if you watch those fight scenes, mm-hmm. it is they literally take it in turns to be winning. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if Jason Statham and The Rock had a fight in a film? Don't they have a fight in? The, so right in these films, in the Fast and Furious films, you watch the fights. Like if you go back and watch them now, mm-hmm. you'll notice how many of the fights end in a draw. <laughs> like <laughs> it's fucking mad. Something mm. happens to divert their attention and end the fight. Yeah, like um, in the spin-off. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't know if you care for it, but spoilers for the end of it. Mm. Um, like beep the beep. <laughs> the Rock and Jason Statham and Idris Elba fight at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not allowed to directly be 
the fault of the loser. Right. So the end of that film, those three fight uh-huh. and they come to like a draw and then um, something happens and the people who are like in control of Idris Elba are the ones that kill him like right. by radio chip in his neck. Right. Oh, that's fucking lame. <laughs> it's so stupid. And like um, Vin Diesel and Jason Satham fight in seven. Right. And <laughs> the, the way he wins, right. Diesel goes, when you fight with, no, when you're in a street fight, the street always wins. And then he kicks the ground and this car park they're in, like, falls apart. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mess. I like to think, I mean, that is funny, but I also like to think that he delivered the line the same way you did. He pretty much did. Wait, no. (laughs) Oh, what a gift. What a uh, gift. See, now I know that this clause in this contract exists. I can't wait for the new Bad Boys film. I've <laughs> yeah. always loved Bad Boys. And I... Oh, That's going to be that now. <laughs> oh, God bless. I can't top the comedy of the car park, but I just want Bad Boys 3. <laughs> That's fair. So, the with these... Funny it is. Sorry. Go ahead. With these recommendations, are they... The do they have to be, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> do they have to be recent releases? No, no just, like, whatever, whatever. you're okay. listening to. So, I'm going to put forward the EP Fabulist by um, Slender Bodies. I don't know if any of you uh, have I'm heard not, it. I'm not familiar. No. So it's kind of a indie, poppy kind of EP. Uh, it's very... The theme very much is water-based and it's very kind of psychedelic, but it's, it's just a fucking good listen. Like it, mm. It's just really beautiful from start to finish. I think you guys would really like it. Yeah. So. And hopefully the few listeners as well yeah hi Nan. <laughs> millions and millions of <laughs> listeners but hi thrice drummer <laughs> uh oh um no i'll have to get on that because I'm, I'm finding myself being more and more into kind of stuff that sounds pretty I think. i'll show you one song from mm. them and it's it's such a good song mm. i just, it's it's fucking tasty it's sick it's fucking tasty baby um <laughs> I, bootlegger <laughs> I'm trying to remember which because there's two albums which last week when we were supposed to be listening to Chuck I couldn't stop listening to um, and it's still been the case now um, one I think the one that I said last time was Tangled Hairs yeah, we do was, what we can yeah. so this week I'm going to go with the other one which is uh, by Indoor Pets and it's called Be Content and um, I s- sort of stumbled onto it because it was on my Spotify like recommended you know, listens or whatever, which I'd been going to for help a lot because I was really struggling to find new music to get into and it had been, like, really not delivering at all. It seems to think I'm into, like, just messy, like, I don't know, just, like, messy indie, but not in, like, the good way, in, like, the really just, like, trying too hard way. In the Circle Waves way. (laughs) I Almost, but they're, like... They're, like, messy but neat, whereas it's, like, just literally, like, sloppy. Right, You know what I mean? It's really, like, oh, we don't care because we're so cool. We don't care if it sounds good or not, which I'm not about. Um, But, yeah, Indoor Pets, Be Content. It's just really good indie pop. Like, they always... On every song, the album's quite long as well, and on every song they do something that is different and, like, takes a good songwriter to think of doing that in the song, and it always makes it better. Um... His voice takes a little getting used to because it's really squeaky. Yeah, um, it, you you compare them to Marsicans, but yes. like a, 
a more <coughs> exaggerated version of them. Yeah, I think it's fair comparison. Uh, out of the the Tangled Hair album and this one, this, mm-hmm. this is the one that I've been yeah more into. Like, more into yeah, it's it's like if you took Marzikins and then made them Comic Sans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just everything a little a, more goofy. That was a painful insult, though. <laughs> uh, well, no, it, it works. It, it, yeah, I can imagine it. It sounds like a horrible, you know, indictment. Well, someone ever said, "Oh, you know, scavengers." Yeah, they're like thrice but in Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, that I just a, give up. That would be offensive, but because like, I think it's because these don't maybe take themselves very seriously. Not that you take yourself too seriously, but you are like a serious band. Whereas like, and these are a serious, I'm tying myself up in knots with this analogy. <laughs> Basically, they're just fun. Pro Procrastinator is a good song. Teriyaki is a great song. High is the first song that I got into. That's a fantastic song. Listen to it. Yeah. It's me done. Sorted. Well, Album for next weekend? Album for next week. Here um, we go. So, <laughs> do <laughs> not. Do not. Uh, for about a month, I was dead set on which album I was going to do this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's not the album I was. I, I'm, I am going to do. So I'll just say I was going to do "Virtue" by the Voids, and mm-hmm. I will get onto that because it's a really interesting album. Mm-hmm. And I thought I haven't like shown off the the quirky stuff yet. So. I mean, I guess Honky Dory is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit strange. Um, <laughs> but literally today, uh-huh. I decided on a different album because I was in HMV and they've got like a um, price crash section now. So okay. they like they do half price vinyls that will be on hot, like that deal for like a week. Decent. So I was in there and I saw an album from my youth mm. and. Johnny Pick and Chuck last week reminded me of, of like all the nostalgic albums, and I'm not nostalgic for much, but this one I had installed on my Xbox. So every Whoa. time, every time I was on my Xbox, I had like three albums on there. The other two I didn't really care about, so I'd just play Force Awakens and listen to this album <laughs> on loop. Um, and I'm not sure if it's a good album or not. But okay. I picked it up for ten pound. Nice. Uh, I've decided to go with a Killers album. Okay. Day and Age. Which one's that? Is that the one with Human? It's the one with Human on it and Spaceman. Spaceman, okay. Spaceman's a good tune. Okay, I'm interested. So yeah, I haven't listened to it for at least six years. Mm-hmm. Really so I'm really answer. interested. Um, I've recently got back into The Killers a bit more, but I've mainly been listening to Hot Fuss and Sam's Town. Mm-hmm. Such good albums. They're so good. And from what I understand... This is the one that for most people starts going off the rails a little bit. Right. Or like not going off the rails, but like... A bit of a decline. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember absolutely loving it. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to be revisiting along to all of these tracks that are probably a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to play a little clip of one? I will. I'll play a little clip right now. I don't know why that never gets old. No one's going to understand it. I can't be asked to explain him why it's funny, but it is. Uh, It was very quiet, that clip. It was a bit quiet, yeah. Well, I find it really interesting they chose to record it with only dog whistles. Yeah, bit of a weird shout, isn't it? Hey, Artsy. Who are we to question genius? Well, Brandon Flowers is, you know, a genius. I'm so excited to, like, properly go into 
like a, a, a Kills album just because of Brandon Flowers' voice. Mm. He's yeah. I, I can't adore be- it. I can't believe you've never seen them live. It upsets me. He is like. Why didn't you go to the Castle gig? I just, I didn't even know that they were on. Oh, <sighs> but um. Yeah, I know. I I can't remember like a lot of the songs off the top of my head, mm. but I remember Dustland Fairy Tale mm. and the vocals in that track. I just love. Mm-hmm. They're so nice. That's the thing. Like I remember, I remember seeing a tweet from like I think it was like David Williams or something. He basically went and saw David the killers. Wowie. David Wowie. <laughs> and he went and saw the killers on that tour for Wonderful Wonderful. I think that's what the album's called. Uh, is that the Last one, that he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, maybe I, I think it's something like that. Um, and he basically tweeted saying like Brandon Flowers is Elvis, and I was like, ugh, no, he's not. And then I went and saw, him and I was like, holy shit, he's Elvis! <laughs> like he's so, like as a band, they're so good live because you can just tell they've been like at that level of like, oh, we play arenas, that's what we do, and we yeah. do it better than the majority they, of people. I, I watched. Did they play Glastonbury this year? Yes. They had uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it this year? Was it? Yeah. I, wa- yeah, it was I watched the that Castle set. gig was just before. It was a warm up show. Right. Fucking hell. Let's do Castle for a warm up show. That's mad. But yeah, I watched that and like all of them are so tight. Yeah. Like they're really good musicians. A lot yeah. of them. And then his vocals on top is just like, this is unfair. Yeah. I will say, the only part where I feel like as a band one of them is not playing like spot on is when for some reason during for reasons unknown mm-hmm. they kick That's the bass they, it's a great song and it's like i don't know like four notes on the bass guitar yeah he lit, like brendan flowers just walks over basically tells the bass guitarist to fuck off the stage <laughs> and just plays bass guitar on the song and the bassist literally leaves like he doesn't go and play like a keys That's or something bizarre. he just fucks off for one song and then comes back and just takes his bass guitar it's so weird I wish I had that power I'm gonna yeah <laughs> just like my go like I get it he's Brendan Flowers he's Brandon Brandon Brandon, Brandon yeah. Flowers Brendan Yuri Brandon Flowers yeah it's always the, the, the mix up in my mind he's a pretty big deal but like come on I'm gonna have to show you a video I'd it, love it's so weird that, like for every like couple of songs mm-hmm. I'd just love him to go and take the instrument off someone yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty funny drum solo like. <laughs> yeah their drummer is great as well to be yeah. fair you can tell he's really bored of Mr. Brightside, though. Yeah, you, I, I think everyone you know, is. You know, there's not been. They've never played a set that doesn't have Mr. Brightside. I find in that it. so funny, but also like you can't. That was that, song. that was the first song they ever wrote. Was that depressing? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. There was a, a really cool stat about um, Mr. Brightside, and I'm gonna quickly Google it to check up on is it. it but it's the, it was how long it was in the UK charts. So yeah, it, yeah, it's it's never left the charts. Oh, there you go. Is that the top hundred? Yeah. Oh, it might might be top two hundred, but it's never left the UK charts, as far as I'm aware. It might have left like a year, or, a year or two ago, but up until that point, it. Never but it's left. never been higher than number ten. Mad, isn't really? it? Really? That's that. That is mad that it's not been a number one. So in March 2018, it reached its two hundredth week in the top. That's 100. mental. <laughs> and that's insane. I can't imagine if at all it's <laughs> dropped too much, like far out of the top of no. the If mm. it has dropped out, I'm not entirely sure. That is a. That's got to be a like, record, surely. We played that in in the drive, and like it gets, it does get boring. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear it, like 
It's such a good song. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of the songs that we play, like, especially towards the end of the set, we've had a few, like, I bet you'll go on the dance floor, um, Chelsea Dagger, stuff like that. Chelsea Dagger for me is a song now that I just don't like listening to. Yeah. Because we play it a lot, and you can't not play it, because when everyone's drunk in a pub, that's the best thing in the world when you yeah, hear that yeah. song start, because everyone just does... Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> but, like, that one is, is boring to me now. I'm going I'm to say this. That's what that song's called. Yeah. Oh, oh my did. god. Oh, Look, Jim, I bet you a lot of people don't know what that song is. Like what the name of that song is. That's the da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah, it always comes out on Live Lounge. I know that bit. That's all I got. And also, um Yeah, you know me well. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. I never knew what that song was called. Yeah. Well, Chelsea Dagger. There you go. Who's it by? The Fratellis. Uh, there, there you go. go. The more you know. Um, nice podcast. En- educating, entertaining. <laughs> Informative, disappointing, isn't, isn't that? What, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. See you next week. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> before we head off, we should probably say once again, Happy Halloween. Just, no, not Happy Halloween. <laughs> Fuck. Off. Halloween's over now. Happy um, My Chemical Romance Reunion Day. Um. Fuck. Just to interrupt you very quickly, <laughs> I'm looking at this week's charts. Okay. Is it not on there? Well, I. I'm, I've not scrolled very far up it so far, but the runner by Foles is already dropped to 87th. That's so upsetting. They they reached number one album though. Yeah, uh, finally. Yeah, they had a uh, stiff competition from James Arthur. <laughs> that and apparently it was really close. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was as well. He, I Didn't think he James Arthur <laughs> is like everything that's wrong with music. Yeah, out, out of like that, you know, that, that type of yeah. artist at the mm-hmm. moment, he's probably the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I think you might be right. He, uh, did you see, he, he like did an interview where he was like, oh, Glastonbury and Redden and Leeds are like snobs because they won't have me on. They're not I was sn- like, they're, they're not snobs, they're, they're right. <laughs> like, they're just correct. Like, yeah. you're not good. <laughs> like, you make music for the f- 40 year old Facebook mums. Yeah. And like to be on in like hair salons. That's it. It's all you do. Even Bring then, back Owl City, that's what I say. I wasn't one of them in massive nonce. Yeah, the 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 yeah, the it's only one guy Owl City. Oh I'd say yeah, it's only uh, one guy. The again. touring guitarist was a nonce. Uh, Didn't know that. Yeah. But you would not believe your eyes if, if ten, 10 million, million Bill Nye the science guys. See you next week. <laughs> it's a good meme to end on. Bye. Donate, oh, we're still here. Donate to us <laughs> for the Movember campaign. Don't let me be clean shaven for no fucking reason. Yeah. Also, <laughs> follow the link in podcast. description. Also, should we not just say thanks, Taylor, very much for coming on? No. Yeah, oh, cheers, it, it, it's your pleasure, Doran. Oh. <laughs> Please, the pleasure is all yours. And so <laughs> humble as well. Uh, also, go follow Scavengers UK, new single out 11th of November. Thank you. <laughs> 11th of November. <laughs> Scavengers UK. Yeah, follow us on socials. Maybe. Who cares? In a bit. Email us. Bye. Bye.